this is not the first time Patrick Mahomes is really starting to seem like he is a whiny little bitch. Anybody. Anybody. Separated oh, from its mama. It oh, How's oh, it gonna no. be fed? It's oh. an orphan owl. And Dawn. I worry about, are we giving him a good life? He was bred for hunting ducks. And he doesn't. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Oh, we got this email from uh, Christine the Pest. Hey, Christine. Oh. Earlier this morning, I haven't heard from her uh, this week because... Not that I read her emails every time we get them, but we're not doing WinRob's Change uh, this week as we gear up for our holiday break. Uh, and usually she emails in every time we play WinRob's Change, lets them know what her guess is. So that's how I know she's alive and well. So I haven't heard from her. <laughs> but she, she uh, emailed in about 30 minutes ago and said, uh, I will listen to the first part of the show today, but I have to get a medical test done at 8.30, so I can only listen until like 8. Oh. Thank you, Christine. I know. I, yeah. I hope it goes yeah. well, yeah. whatever the test is. We will, it's positive or negative, which way it goes. We will do no uh, Christine the Pest-based content after 8 a.m. this morning. <laughs> so, what, she doesn't have headphones? She can't keep headphones in at the doctor's yeah, appointment? You can. Yeah, you can. tell we the doctor it's calming. We mm-hmm. don't know what the test is. Maybe she has yeah. to go through a tube. Oh, yeah. No, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, never mind. Just kidding. Just yeah, fine. but if it's not that, I mean, Kyle's But I mean, got if it. she's laying with the stirrups, you know, oh, that, yeah. that yearly pap. Or however many years we're supposed to let pass now. Can't keep track. They don't care. We're women. <laughs> wow. That is the fastest to an agenda item ever for Dawn. Less than one minute into the show, she has to bemoan women's health care in America. Bravo. Bravo. And the show has been brought uh, down. We got this nice email from uh, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Uh, as we uh, head towards, uh, this is it. As, as I mentioned, this is our final broadcast week of the year. Uh, she says, another year together comes to a close. This is our 24th, to be exact. Whoa. I'm so happy I have my rad family along with me every day to get me through, as this year has sucked oh. a lot. Oh. Many trials, many tribulations. Rob, I know this has been a hell of a year for you, too. And even though we are not friends, <laughs> no, we are not. Stop. I have felt the kinship with you this year. Oh, Oh, good. Let me guess. That's the old things could be worse. I could be Rob thing. (laughs) Great. Love that kinship. Or maybe it's the same. And she's like, woo, yay, Mm. someone with me. Little do you know, uh, one of your best friends, me, has been cheering you on all year and using your tenacity and persistence as my own motivation to keep going. You all play such a pivotal role in my life, and I'm just especially appreciative for you all this year. Sleepless nights filled with tears and anxiety. I have just turned on my rad radio app, and the voices of my four friends are right there to calm my brain. Yes, I don't have that luxury. If I turn on this show, I start working. It just makes things worse. (laughs) Instead of blabbering on, I will just say that I love you all more than you will ever know. Thank you for everything you do and for showing up for me, your number one P1 maggot. Have the best, most deserved holiday break. Rest, eat, find lots of joy, and I wish for all of you to be smothered in love. Oh, that's very, oh, that's very sweet. Thank you too. Uh, all right, what's today? What's today? It's December twelfth, Tuesday. Okay. Taco Tuesday. Eh, what, Kyle's what? closest. It's uh, new moon Tuesday. Getting colder. Mm. Uh, what did Kyle say? Oh, more not listening. No, no, the no. Woman. I, I feel like I blurted out at the same time he did. Uh, December twelfth. Uh-huh. What's cool on December twelfth? I don't. God uh, damn it! I don't know. Pearl Harbor. No, that's the seventh. Uh, Thirteen days away from Christmas. Brandon's most likely to figure this out, but I don't know if he'll do it in time before the commercial break in twenty minutes. Uh, so, tools going on concert. No, oh, I would have okay. said that already. God, <laughs> no. December twelfth. It's uh, not my birthday, so no, no that's the seventeenth. Twelve twelve. Ah, oh, 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 oh 23. twenty-three. Okay, twelve twelve means oh, the end of the world. Then. Means 
It's Day of the Dozens. Oh. Huh? That's 12. All right. 12. Day of the Dozens. Donut Day. Yeah, who said that? Me. All right, yeah, sorry. Krispy Kreme will once again celebrate the Day of the Dozens. Customers receive a dozen donuts for $1. Damn. With the purchase of another dozen. Oh. So you got to buy a dozen donuts. This is great for the office because because somebody buys a dozen donuts and then it's a buck for the other dozen donuts. And you can do it in store or through their drive through all day today. And that's glazed donuts only. It's just, it's their, their basic. Uh, what, One of the what? fancy ones? Like no. anything cream filled? Or, or sprinkles? Not for the. De- well, okay, for the. I think uh, the way I understand it. For the for, one you buy. Yes, for the dozen that you buy. <laughs> but then you get a you get a, a dozen uh, glazed donuts. Right. You know, they're OG donut. Okay. That's what you get for a buck. Is there any way you think that the drive through would let you get a side of sprinkles so you could sprinkle them on there with no extra cost? Why not? I mean, ask. Like a side yeah. Of I mean, yeah, yeah. You don't know unless you ask. I don't know. Do they, do they have sprinkles just lying around? Do they have packets of them? I hope they do. I hope they have like a little two ounce cup. They can just go in the the the, the little bin full of yeah. sprinkles, scoop it up, put a I lid mean, on it, and be like, "Here you go, no charge. We like you." It's probably a big bucket, right? They mm-hmm. probably get a five bucket fulls because aren't they? They're making them there. I don't and know. Decorating them, right? They're not having them shipped in and I, they warm them. I just don't know how they're equipped. I'm sorry. I don't know if they are equipped to just give out sprinkles. Just put a little in a napkin or a cup. <laughs> a coffee cup. Dig, <laughs> dig through and find out what foreign matter they've left for you as well for being such a pain in the ass. When no. uh, when my husband was fixing the zoos in Texas, the particular zoo that he was at in Austin, every time it was someone's birthday, which it seemed like it was almost every day, this was their thing to go get donuts. And someone had to go do that. So when you mention the office, this is great for them if they're still doing it today. You get one box for free. There you go. <laughs> yeah. nice. I have no idea what this email means. It's either a memory thing or something else thing. Uh, David just wrote in and said, uh, speaking of tests, because Christine, the pest, is getting a test. Well, that yeah. rhymes. Kyle, I was wondering, did you ever get your sleep study done? So I didn't get oh, a sleep right. study done. So what it ended up being is um, I, I, I stopped taking Afrin. Oh, so yeah. I, I went to a doctor's appointment. They gave me some steroids. And in four days, my nose completely cleared up. And uh, not completely. I mean, there's still side effects. I'm getting some really good boogers out of it. Ooh. But yeah, my that was my problem. Is my pl- my nose was closing up in my sleep if I didn't take the afternoon oh. time. Well, that's how, that, that's how it works. It, it addicts you. You're, I mean, mm-hmm. your body becomes dependent on it. It's not like af- the people of Afrin, your big nose spray set out to do this. <laughs> but uh, as as a as a currently addicted Afrin user for 40 plus years, uh, yeah, if you don't take it within a certain, it depends on your regimen how often you take it. For me, it's like every 12 hours. And if you get to 16 or 20 hours, you're like. <clears throat> You're yeah. all 40 years? Up. They should have a membership or something. <laughs> oh, my People yeah. have been that loyal. Yeah, I'm a lifer. My God. And and, and, and I have no interest in stopping. I, I just I don't care. I've got I've got plenty of other crap going on right. in my world. <laughs> and half of the last 40 years. you got to hold on to something. So, yeah. I mean, but but it's good to know that if I ever want to get off, you go to steroids, and that'll help you get Dude, off. Dude, it was four days of dealing with some... Uh, the only thing about steroids is they mess with your emotions a lot. <sighs> so, there's a lot... I felt like a girl in menopause, like... I, or going through premenstrual cycles. Oh. I was crying oh. over nothing. I was yeah, getting angry yeah. out of nowhere. Bleeding oh, out of your whatever. Yeah. Dude, it felt like it. It so did. Hey, well, but- <laughs> it made you more like, you know, compassionate to your girlfriend. Yeah. What she goes I- through. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it was yeah. it was fun to control, but yeah, after after all that BS, uh, my nose my nose is working a lot better, and I haven't had any sleep issues arise. If more do come up, then maybe a sleep apnea test. But for right now, I'm just gonna handle one problem at a time. I really don't like going to the doctor. And, and the afrin's gone. The afrin's gone. Yeah. Right. So actually, it's not completely gone. If you need some, I've got some lying around. I I, I can never have too much afrin. So right. if you're if you're off the stuff, bring me in a baggie of it or whatever. All right.
With your PMS symptoms, did you crave chocolate or eat more than usual? <laughs> no, no, I did not. I was not hungry. I was told that side effects would be, um, I would get hungry, but I never did. I, I, I just stayed the same. Uh, got a few emails like this one uh, uh, last night all the way into this morning. Uh, this one is from Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Says, uh, hi, Rob. Wow, what a weird week in the NFL. What I like most, though, uh, is your record for week 15. Six and nine. <laughs> yes. This week, every week, every week. This has been a ridiculous year. Eric wrote in and said, what is going on? The Giants upset the Packers. The Titans upset the Dolphins. Steve Mickelson said the Dolphins should be able to pick the score. I'm pretty sure they didn't pick 28-27 Titans. No, they wouldn't have picked that because then they would have been losing. It's it it, it uh, it's an unbelievable NFL season. Uh, okay, you guys remember the name Will Levis? Uh, uh, he, he, he just got a big contract with baseball. No, no that's Shohei Otani. Oh, okay. Will Levis is the Tennessee Titans rookie quarterback who went viral last year because he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh, yeah, God. Uh, and he signed a Gross. lifetime uh, contract with Hellman's, which is the, the East Coast versions of Best Foods, uh, where he endorses them. Uh, and, oh, by the way, also, uh, I don't think I've ever known this. Uh, he also eats bananas whole with this, this unpeeled. That's weird. Yeah, that's one of his other uh, little weird what? things. What? Oh, God, I've like never heard of I've that. I've seen monkeys do it, but I've never seen a human do it. Yeah, he, he's got. If you go if you follow, if you go to his Instagram, you'll see pictures of him just eating a whole banana with the like peel even on. Even the hard just thing hum- at the you know both ends. He just bites right into it. Oh. Uh, no, wow. no deal with the uh, with any like dull banana people or anything yet. But but that was strong healthy. teeth. Uh, so he's in the news because he threw a late touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins last night, completed a two-point conversion, and then two clutch passes to set up Derrick Henry's go-ahead run to help the Titans beat uh, the Miami Dolphins 28-27. to That was one upset. Nobody on the pigskin picking panel, us, uh, and Steve Mickles, nobody had that outcome. Everybody had uh, the uh, Dolphins winning that game. The other game. The New York Giants continued their unlikely late-season surge and had a 24-22 win over the Green Bay Packers. Uh, One person on the pigskin picking panel got any of the games right last night, and that person was Dawn. What? Who had the New York Giants winning against the Packers, uh, which brings the season totals after uh, uh, Week 14 to Steve Mickelson, the professional gambler uh, from uh, MixPicks.com, in first place by six games over Dawn. Yeah, I'm a loser. By nine games over me, 12 games over Kyle. Wow. And Brandon is in last place, 14 games behind. That's 14 games behind. Who's linked into my box? I'm not linked in you your got, box. You have to say it three times. My box is not working. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Three times the charm. Well, I'm not going to say it till I know it's going to work. I promise I'm not in your box. As Brandon <laughs> walks into the stage. Oh, oh, I'm definitely not <laughs> in your box. Uh, so, uh, is, that, is, that, is that a thumbs up now we're saying? Okay, so with Brandon in last place, he is 14 games behind. That's the most. There it is. See? That's what you were waiting for. Three times the charm. Big payoff right there. <laughs> you know what the, the uh, Packers thing that I chose that one correctly? God. Of the Giants. You chose the Giants beating the Packers, yes. And you know where that is based in, which is so ridiculous because I'm – He's not on the team anymore. My hatred of Aaron Rodgers. Oh. He's not on the team, right? Lingering hate for the Packers <laughs> because you don't like Aaron Rodgers. No, I just I don't like who, him at all. Hate's a strong word. I, I dislike him. Who's currently on the Jets roster but isn't playing. <laughs> okay. Interesting. He's tainted them. 
<sighs> he's tainted the Packers. His yeah, stink he's, is he's, still yeah, on him. Yeah, he's left a fog it's, there, it's man. Like, it's like when you get home from the strip club or the cigar bar. You can't get that smell <laughs> off you for a few days. Uh, yeah, and they just have glitter everywhere. Yeah, entirely. Okay. Uh. <laughs> um, by the way, it, well, it, it, no surprise that this stupid society will hold up uh, the this m- pathetic storyline of the New York Giants rookie quarterback. His name is Tommy DeVito. No, he's not related to Danny. <laughs> he was He's what we call an undrafted rookie quarterback, meaning he's less relevant than Brock Purdy of the 49ers. The, the draft came and went. No team wanted Tommy DeVito. That's oh. what an undrafted rookie quarterback is. Cool. So he wound up on the practice squad uh, for the Giants, which is basically you're going to get beat up in practice while the rest of us learn from you. But then the Giants had all these injuries, and the Giants are like, well, our season's lost, even though they're back in the playoff hunt now. Let's let the undrafted rookie quarterback start. So Tommy DeVito started getting some attention. He did lead a 57-yard drive uh, for the uh, winner last night against the Packers, uh, and the Giants are now only a game out of the final wild card story. So you, you, you get the, this is similar to the Brock Purdy story, except that Brock Purdy actually has talent. You get, you have this undrafted guy come into the league. Nobody's ever scouted him. Nobody knows anything about him. He wins a few games, so he starts getting all this attention. But the attention he's getting is not for his on the field antics. Oh, and it's just it's just it's just so 2023 that we think this is just a great sweet story. Tommy DeVito is 25 years old, rookie quarterback in the NFL, and it's just so heartwarming that he still lives with his parents. Oh, why? Oh, because he's a loser. Well, he's helping them, right? They're, I mean, like, are nope, they sick? Bedridden. And he's, nope. you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. they're helping him. Oh. And not not for money. I mean, he's still getting the minimum NFL salary. He's got, he's got plenty of income uh, coming in. Here's his quote. He wears this proudly. Quote, football's stressful for a rookie especially from the quarterback position. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of meetings. So everything outside of football is handled by my family. I don't have to worry about laundry, what I'm eating for dinner, chicken cutlets and all that is waiting for me when I get home. My mom still makes my bed. Everything is handled for me, end quote. Wow. That's nice. That, that is so unfortunate. And look, the, oh the, the thing that bothers me about it is that it's being revered. Yeah. It's being held up. It's being championed. I mean, that should happen when you're young, when you're a boy. I'm 25, and you it's know, hard. Like, now, uh, just to give you an idea, he's a rookie quarterback. He's played, I believe, three games. He's got to go to a lot of meetings, and it's hard. He's 25 years old. C.J. Stroud, who's going to be the rookie of the year, quarterback for the Houston Texans, is 22, lives alone. Will Levis, the Mayo guy for the Titans, he's been starting half this season. He's 24. Somehow, he's not living with his parents. Jordan Love, first full season with the Packers. He's the same age as uh, Danny DeVito or whatever this guy's name is, Tommy DeVito, 25, does not live with his parents. Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars, 24, doesn't live with his parents. Brock Purdy of the Niners, 23, has a roommate, but it's an adult roommate, does not live with his parents. Yeah, like, God I, damn it. See, and I, that's what I would wish for this, this DeVito guy, is that he'd be inspired by all of that. No. Of course, it's hard. life is hard. Like everything he said, yes, I am sure all of that is hard. And guess what? All those other dudes are doing it. Got other people that have the same type of hard schedules, right? Where they're just always so busy. They're doing it. it you're not the only person on the planet with this particular issue. So, like, be inspired by these other people that are doing it. He's not capable. He lives with a family uh, of enablers and coddlers. You, what about what about all the people that are doing a lot more than he is? Oh yeah, single I, parents. I, well, you got to start <laughs> slow with someone like that, right? Like, look at all your fellow guys, and it's the same situation. Then you show them. 
like those cases. And it's like, whoa. Oh, he won't because he won't make it that far. He's going to be in a corner, <laughs> shivering in the fetal position, asking for his safe space yeah, after that... the first group you show him. Does he help out with the finances no. with the household? What? How does that oh, happen? No. What does he do with his cash? What? Buy, what? Buy, what? Buys pacifiers. What are people finding, like, amazing It's just so it. sweet. It's so sweet. It no. starts with the undrafted thing. It starts with the Brock Purdy story. A guy who should never have been a starting quarterback. I love for, the Brock Purdy story. For an NFL team. And then it just, it just for most of us, disintegrates. It falls apart. But no, it's such a sweet story that his family, it's a family endeavor to get him to, to be a, a full-time quarterback in the NFL. I think it's great if he's close to his family, close to his parents, even if they talked every day. Like, I, I think that's all great. And if they just help and encourage him, right, like a friend would, amazing. But oh, the things you're oh. talking about are what a parent does for their little kid. That's and the so problem. And so that's where it kind of, like, loses it for me. They've been his friend since he was an infant. And they are close because he still comes home every night and breastfeeds off his mom. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's such a good player. Yeah, maybe that's why he likes living at home. God damn it. <laughs> Well, he's got it made. Of course he does. He's got a maid, a cook. He's got all of it. So pathetic. Oh, my it's just, Lord. It's so pathetic. Yeah, no. No bueno. Uh, the only uh, the only news, and it's not news, that uh, that comes out of Week 14's final results is that by virtue of the Packers losing, the San Francisco 49ers are the first team in the league to officially get to the playoffs. Everybody already knew they were going. Head coach Kyle Shanahan didn't even care. He said last night, quote, I'll have a reaction when we secure the number one spot right now. None of this means much. This will be the third consecutive season, fourth time in the past five years the Niners will be playing in the postseason. We'll talk more about a lot of that and do a deep dive tomorrow morning uh, during the Mixed Picks podcast on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We do it every Wednesday morning. Steve Mickelson and I live at 10 a.m. You can watch or listen uh, live or anytime afterwards on the membership site, and it becomes a podcast uh, the next day on all of the podcasting platforms. Today, meanwhile, is Tech to You Tuesday, woo, woo. hosted by Ian of Tech to You. He is going to talk about this story. Uh, do I have time? Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just dive into this real quick because he's going to do the deeper dive. One of the big things uh, Ian's going to talk about today is that authorities nationwide are issuing a warning about the gift card scam called card draining as many holiday shoppers look to buy gift cards as Christmas gifts. And the thing I love about this story is it's always great that the only time the Sacramento, California area gets national attention is for really bad stuff. <laughs> a man was arrested for tampering with gift cards at a Target store in Sacramento last week and was found with more than 5,000 gift cards in his possession. Whoa. All part of a gift card scam spanning across the entire country from California to the East Coast. Victims are completely unaware it is happening, and the money is siphoned to an offshore account within seconds, said the Sacramento Sheriff's Ooh, Office. Oh. These operations, they go on to say, are very sophisticated, and modifications to the gift cards are virtually undetectable, even to the trained eye. Jeez, oh my God! The Sacramento Sheriff's Office has gone so far as to suggest avoiding buying gift cards altogether. On the other side of the country, the New Britain Township Police Department in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, has also issued a bu uh, public notice saying maybe gift cards aren't a good idea this year. I just do cash. And uh, Ian's going to go into how they do it, how easily it could be stopped. Oh, really? But, yes, Kyle, will go into how they do it Excellent. and and what you can look for. Oh, I, I, it, so wow. That'll all be part of a Tech to You Tuesday this morning at 10 a.m. on uh, Rad TV. So you, you get your card, you go to use it, there's nothing on it because right. that money went somewhere else. And, it's, and it's, you can't get it back. No, that's that's why they go right oh, to the offshore God. bank account. Do they then somehow have access to you, the account you use to pay for that?
gift card? You know, you should probably tune in to Tech to You Tuesday. Maybe. At 10 a.m. Yes. On Rad TV. <laughs> Maybe even send him an email, uh, which you can do if you have any tech questions, R-A-D at radradio.com. We're going to play Name That Comedian right now for a pair of tickets to see Daniel Tosh this Saturday night at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. We're going to play a stand-up comedy clip. You have to give us the name of the comedian, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the comedian... Waka waka. Delayed droplets everywhere and no winner. Oh, man. Don't need a winner, apparently. 888. Oh, no, we need a winner. 989 9811 for name that comedian. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Ho, ho, ho. It's that time of year. You know, the time of year when this show phones it in and barely tries. Wait, isn't that all year round? And now back to Rad Radio. Got this email, R-A-D at radradio.com. It's from Meg. Hey, shut up, Meg. Uh, She's a better class of Rad Radio listener uh, watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Says, uh, and we were just talking about uh, Tommy DeVito, the uh, quarterback for the uh, New York Giants. Uh, he's an undrafted player. They won last night. But the reason he gets all this attention over the last few weeks is because it's just such a sweet story that this 25-year-old lives with mommy and daddy, and they do everything for him. They oh. cook for him. They clean for him. They make it. Mommy still makes the bed. Because oh, it's hard. God. It's stressful to be a quarterback at 25 Man, years that old. that one really got to me, the bed making. Uh, Meg says, my 9-year-old son is watching Rad TV with me this morning and said, that DeVito guy's an actual grown-up? I do more at our house than that oh, lazy jerk. Good. <laughs> good for you. That's part of the problem. He never did. Uh, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up at the top of the hour during our next commercial break, instead of the sights and sounds of the behind-the-scenes goings on, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? Millie and Cooper, the Goldens, have a potty <laughs> with family and friends for their third birthday. Oh, a potty? A potty. Oh, 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 party, oh, like a birthday oh, party, yeah, but it's yeah, a potty okay. because it's a dog. I thought they were all yeah. tinkling because we all use that term for oh, when it's time to go right, to the bathroom. Yeah. Go well, they are dogs, so they are tinkling naturally at the oh. park. There, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Roxy the German Shepherd plays with ice cubes, and a yellow lab plays tug of war with a bird doodle in front of the Christmas tree. Um, and if you got any uh, animal uh, videos, you can record them horizontally. Uh, email them rad at radradio.com. Now, Brando, uh, we're doing a uh, bad radio tomorrow mm-hmm. where, uh, well, you and I aren't going to switch places because I don't do anything when you do bad radio. I just sit over there in the corner and, and shoot dirty <laughs> looks at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll be, you'll be in the lead. You'll be taking the, the the invisible captain's chair, but but I, I have a question because we had we did have to coordinate one little thing because I understand you're going to flip the tables on me tomorrow. Ooh. Yes, yes, I'll be doing a quiz, a holiday related quiz. Okay. Oh, and this is. As far as I know, this will be the first time ever I'm a contestant. Correct, oh, yeah, oh. because while you were away and I was doing bad radio before earlier this year, we, we did do a fall quiz, and it was a lot of fun. I think- Actually, it was, because, yeah, Brandon's fair. When you- <laughs> <laughs> yes. No one can see me when I do things on my monitors That's now, right. too. Oh! That's my question, Brandon. Oh, he's on. got a ton of monitors. How when, do when we he's... police Kyle the cheater? Uh, I guess we're going to have to have the, the phone screener here. Be what? the referee. No, no, no. I'm, I've got plenty of screens up. I'm busy, anyways. So wait, you know, wait, wait, who's wait, to wait, say? Wait, wait, wait. We're not um, listening to you. And yeah, you're, yeah. You, no. no, we're not going to trust what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Kyle's input is irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah, because that, that um, I was thinking of that this morning. 
uh, when we when we were uh, trying to coordinate these things. I'm like, wait a minute, and we can't have Kyle like move because he needs to run around TV. I'm gonna orchestrate mm. the questions um, in a way that will be very difficult to just Google on the fly. Uh. And, and some of the questions might be related to show members and some of their favorite things. So he has to be a very, you know, has to pay attention to the things that we talk about on the air. God damn it. Okay, I just thought of two ideas. One was oh. that Dawn and I can can look into the, the, the room whenever it's Kyle's question. But here's another one. Oh, for sure. I will stand up and watch every move. Why don't, oh. why don't I just take the quiz from that room? Oh, Whoa. so you could be in, in Kyle's spot? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Or you both can Google. Oh, yeah. Really? You're going to question my integrity on this? <laughs> really? No, 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 no. I'm not questioning your integrity. Uh, you have, like, that little fun, you know, devious side for the two of you together. You know what? Mm. Ooh. There's, there's, the thing is, having never participated, this is either going to be me blowing everyone away or I'm going to make a fool of myself, and they're oh. both very entertaining. Right. And that's all, ultimately all I care about. Yeah. So I, I like that oh. plan, Brando. Oh, okay. yeah, me Plus, too. I have no idea how to use any of that equipment in there. Oh. So, uh, that, Watch uh, him closely. Oh, I'm just going to stare at Kyle <laughs> the whole time. Look at all this. Money. I'm going to, Brandon, give me a rundown yeah. today of all those monitors. you be like, you don't need to Google that yeah. for a rad TV. Oh, there's nothing. He's been Google- you said he has to, like, monitor rad no, TV. No, no, yeah. no. Not during the quiz, mm-hmm. no. What? You, don't, you guys won't know. Just be like, it's an important email. That I have to type back. Well, to. We will know because Rob's going to be standing over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah. I, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm going to take the quiz from your spot now. But when you get a question, I'm going to come stand right behind you, like Candyman, <sighs> and it. just lurk there with a hook attached to my hand, prepared <laughs> to disembowel you if case, case you start. This song was made for some time filler today. Here we go. For a reoccurring segment, I give it away. So here's a theme song that is already too long. There's our generic theme song for something that comes and goes, like a game called Name That Comedian. Probably the only time we'll ever play it, but we do have a pair of tickets <laughs> to see Daniel Tosh this Saturday night at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Caller 18, hello, Eric. Hello. Hello. He will guess first. If you know the comedian, you win. If not, we'll go to Heather. Hi. Hi. And Gina, your caller 20. Gina. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, name this comedian. I watch, I watch a ton of sports. I love them. And... Uh, who is that comedian? I watch I watch a ton of sports. I love them. And uh, Eric, do you know who that is? Nate Bergazzi. You got him. Easily one of the best Saturday Night Live episodes this season. Uh, Nate Bargazzi hosted it. Hysterical monologue. Uh, pretty good skits as well. This goes all the way back more than 10 years ago uh, when he was starting out on Comedy Central. I watch I watch a ton of sports. I love them. And uh, I think it's always great. Like, uh, you see the NBA, like any uh, big basketball players, like when a team wins a championship. Because you'll see some of the players afterwards, they'll be like, they're like, I want to dedicate this championship to everybody that doubted me my whole life. Everybody that said I would never make it, you know? And then the guy stands up. He's like seven foot two, 340. You want to be like, one more question. No one in your life went on a limb and said, I bet you can go far. Nobody. No one thought you were a tree the first five years of your life. I thought your parents were your children. That's how big you are. We have uh, two more chances. No, we don't. We have another chance for the Daniel Tosh tickets at uh, 9.30. Our other games start at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. I'm going to go back to uh, towards the end of uh, yesterday's show. We did a dog pile. Uh, Doggies. And uh, it was this survey of how often we worry about our dogs. And I I continue to take issue with the word worry, but I'm not going to unfund the segment. (laughs) 
And then we had, we had a, a, how many panic attacks we have over our animals. Oh. Uh, and But the worry thing, uh, 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 one of the problems for me was that we, we were classifying things that we were worrying about as, as things that are nothing in some cases. I mean, Dawn makes up all these scenarios that apparently are very common <laughs> about your dog running out of the house or lighting it on fire or whatever. Okay, that's that's one thing. But, but mm. like, the dog throws up. I, I don't go into worry mode. That's rookie stuff. If it if he throws up multiple times, mm-hmm. if he refuses to eat multiple times. Ooh, yeah. But then people started writing in with, like, oh, well, my dog has seizures. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Now we're talking oh, about a specific, Lord. unique yes. um, uh, health condition where, yeah, you're always going to be heightened. So that, that all of that led to an email here from another Gina. Gina. Multiple Ginas this morning. Oh, my gosh. Uh, says, I am a constant dog worrier now. Before this year, we lived in the mountains in Placerville, and my only worry was a fire happening while I was at work and not being able to get back to my dogs. Then the Caldor fire happened, so we moved. But just in this year, our dogs used to have a doggy door, and since buying a house with a pool, we had to no longer have a doggy door because both dogs have fallen into the pool. And since they're very dense pit bulls, they just sink to the bottom. Oh, oh. sweet pit bulls. Also, one of my dogs has recently been diagnosed with epilepsy and regularly has seizures. Oh, no. We have been working with the vet on getting the right meds to work to get it to be less frequent. But my worry is that he has a seizure alone with his fur brother, and he's so terrified so terrified once he snaps out of it. Oh. Or he chokes to death on his seizure foam. Oh, because in my mind, I help him through his seizures and can talk him out of it faster and snap him back to normal quicker. And in the last month, he recently had a seizure that forced stones into his urinary tract. No. And backed up his bladder enough to rupture. And this all happened while his fur grandma was watching him. And my husband and I were away from our home for a weekend trip to my parents. This required emergency surgery and two more surgeries after to finally fix everything. So now I have puppy PTSD and probably will need therapy to be able to deal with it and feel comfortable with leaving him alone, even if it is for an hour. And all of these events have happened since being pregnant. Oh, oh gosh! So, oh yeah. no! So Gina wins oh, the prize Gina. for most legitimate worry over dogs. Absolutely. Uh, under all of those uh, circumstances, Good Lord. Yeah, that, that is that is endless. Oh, sweetie. Stress and we and validate worry. you. A um, couple of other dog-related stories. There's something to worry about. All right, you want to be excited about something to worry about? <laughs> uh, veterinary experts are puzzled about a pathogen that has caused respiratory illness in hundreds of dogs across America. Oh, great. More than a... I told you. I wanted to give you something to worry about. Right before you get ready to go on your Christmas vacation. Oh, Jesus. More than a dozen states, stretching from Oregon to Florida, have reported cases of dogs sick with prolonged pneumonia who aren't responding to medicine. Oh. And it's unclear what's triggering the strange illness, which has resulted in serious illness and in very rare cases, death. Oh, my God. What are the symptoms? Uh, there is, by the way, there is no evidence uh, that humans are contracting the Ill- the illness, nor is there evidence that other pets are. So, because a lot of times you get some of these respiratory things, and a dog can give it to a dog. Uh, you know, get kennel cough, things like that can get spread uh, very uh, easily. Uh, do it. It's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to. What find are we it. supposed to look out for? Yeah, does because I don't have it highlighted, which usually I would highlight something like that. You said respiratory. So what? What sneezing, coughing, coughing. yeah, that kind vomiting, of vomiting. Are they not eating? Or are they lethargic? Oh. You know, like what I, the hell? I did highlight it. Here it is at the end. All right. If your pet is sick, you should watch for signs of worsening coughing, accompanied by eye or nasal discharge and sneezing. Especially if your dog stops eating, has trouble breathing, is coughing continually, or is very lethargic. Like all the things at once that we would all notice and go, okay, what, what is this? We're going to go to the vet anyway. Uh, and in some cases, it's not related at all. So that's why. Yeah, Hank, had, our, our, our black lab, he has one sneeze, and I'm like, 
Oh, God. Oh, God. Be on the lookout for more. That's fine. It was just an occasional. Like... When are you going to get over this? All right. I put up with this the first year. Never. The phone calls, the texts. I mean, it's like, no, no, hey, I've got, you're, hello. you're a new dog owner. And haven't but... I, when's the last time, right? But like, well, no, but I keep I hearing you. these stories yeah. about about your panic will, attack over a sneeze. I will worry over him forever and any other animal we bring into the house. Now, this just hits <laughs> home because I've been dealing with a, a sick uh, 16-year-old cat. He's oh. been he's been through everything with me. He's the best tuxedo cat that I've ever had, and oh, he Brandon. he's coughing a lot more frequently, and so I have to give him a puffer every day, multiple times a day, just to help with with his coughing because he's asthmatic. I have a question because oh, I, I smile when you say that because I have this adorable image in my head. Do you like have to literally put the cat on your lap and put the puffer in his mouth? Like- well, so it's it comes with like this um, like a like a conduit. So you put the oh, okay. the puffer at the end of it, and it goes into a tube, and then there's like a little face mask at the other end. End so that it's easy. I can just place it gently on his uh, mouth and nose, and he just breathes in. And I, there's like a little flappy thing that that indicates when he's inhaling and when he's exhaling, so I can count how many breaths he takes of this puffer juice. Okay. Um, and it's just gotten so much worse. And I know that if I take him in, I I'm avoiding taking him into the vet because I know that they're gonna be like, um, he's it's not coming. comfortable. I just I could tell, yeah. you know, like yeah. you could just look at your animal, you know, when it's yes. it's there. And you know I'm gonna be out of out of town for a week coming up here pretty soon. So, and we're, we're gonna have to prep this um, this pet sitter to give him a puffer. And I'm I just had this image of my in my mind of him just kicking the bucket while we're out of town. Um, so I'm trying to like I'm weighing the options of should I take him in as like an emergency type of thing this week just to make sure he's okay mm. because it's either that right. yeah. or it's yeah. you know hey let's just relieve him of his pain. So is he relaxed in your arms when you do that or does he try to wiggle away and scratch out of it? So he he's pretty he's used to it now. I'll, I'll just sit next to him. So I'll, I'll sit on the couch and he'll be just sitting right next to me next to my leg and I'll put my arm around him and kind of like gently wrap my hand around his chest just to keep him in place but he knows what's up and i think he does get relief when he does inhale this uh the puffer so i think he kind of enjoys it but then after about six seven breaths he's like i'm over it get this thing off my face <laughs> it's like even when you're what you just said when you're like oh, i feel like if i take him in they might tell me right mm-hmm. that he can't it's like I, it, you want you we always want them to make the decision for us right so we don't have to not the vet the animal yeah it's like can you just can you please right so we don't have to like what you're going through right now i'm so sorry yeah that back and forth of yeah. what it is you're supposed to do well and this this is this hard. is a sensitive subject for people uh. and 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 so i want to circle back brando because um you said you know you know your animal and I think some people might have heard what you were saying, like, you're letting him suffer. But then you said, well, I want to take him in and see, like, it's yeah. an emergency thing. So so help us land that plane for people that are, you know, got their arms crossed going, Brandon, so, you selfish bastard. If I, if I, I know the difference between suffering and just him being uncomfortable. He's playful. He eats, mm, he drinks. He Like, he does all these things. It's just he has these coughing fits more frequently. Whereas, you know, when it first kind of started, it was either like once a day, once every two or three days. Now it's 
two or three times a day that I know of because I'm not home 24 hours. Um, so I know the difference between a suffering animal and one that's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and the last time I took them in, I was I had the same fear like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, okay, they're going to tell me that we're going to have to put this cat down just because he's he's in this this state. But that was me just being overly dramatic. Like they looked at him, they're like, oh, this guy's healthy. You know, we just got to keep checking him, checking him on him. And I know that I have a uh, appointment scheduled for early next year, but I'm going to try to bump it up just to make sure. Because I'm, I'm just, I'm that worry wart when it comes to animals being in this weird place of of because they can't tell us what's wrong they can't tell us what's hurting yeah. and so that that uh, that whole thing just makes it a little bit more challenging that zest for life thing though is big the fact that he does show the desire to play and and still be playful oh, yeah. when he can definitely i mean that that would be a big tell for for, for me for sure like one of the the telltale signs of of a, especially a cat being uh just ready to to call it quits is they hover over their water bowl and they just kind of linger there, and they're lethargic, and you can tell like their their body's just given up on them. But he's definitely not that place yet. Well, and and now this brings us back to the full circle. Even though the survey was about was about dogs primarily, now now we're back to a legitimate like worry story. Of course, yes. even though you know you're gonna you're gonna be in New York with your family and having this amazing time. Of course, it's gonna be on. And now this pet sitter is this a known person? I assume or? it's a new new person, but it's through a. Uh, known friend and the known friend is going to be on hand to help if need be. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're totally covered. I'm not Trusted. worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and the, the other way, Rob, I would like answer people like that with their arms are crossed and, oh my God, is Brandon or anyone else is, and I, I do not at all think that this describes Brandon, but other people that are out there, when you have seen animals, right, even when you're seasoned at it, and with cats, you're like, oh, yeah, been there, done that. The next time, here's what I'm going to make sure I don't do. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. And then it happens. And your heart gets involved and you love this animal and you find yourself doing all the things you said you wouldn't. And, yes, then it's great if you have a friend or family member that steps in and says, uh, Scoozy, yeah. you're repeating the same patterns. This yeah. animal needs to go. That's when you, you know? need to call a Rob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple for a Rob to say, put him down. Yeah. You know, like when your five-and-a-half-year-old uh, German Shepherd is suddenly diagnosed with a giant tumor in his uh, stomach, uh, and the yeah. risk of trying to remove it is as deadly as could possibly no, be. No, Just no. end it now. That's what the Rob says. Yeah. Mm, right. Yes. Yeah. It, no, it is. It's an awful situation. It is but so awful. That's why I did, That's why I wanted to circle back uh, there. I mean, we all know Brandon, but, yeah. but anyone listening could hear, wait a minute. Because, you know, people hear, we go fast. Wait a minute. He said the cat's suffering. Yeah. And, and and so we had to go back and go, okay, no, no, let me, not, not yeah. suffering, but he's clearly not. But this is the thing. This, the cat's 16. Yeah. The cat's an elderly. Think of your elderly family. Yeah. None of them are acting the way they used to. None of them look no. like they're thriving or vibrant. Maybe 485, they're thriving and vibrant. Yeah. And at times, you think, hmm. Wonder how much longer they got. That's that's how I hear the description. And my girlfriend is very much the Rob when it comes to this situation. It's because she's she's separated enough from the relationship of the cat. Like she loves the cat, but not as much. Like not in a similar type of relationship where I would just I would have those rose colored glasses. It would be go. Oh no, he's fine. He's fine. She would tell me if it was like okay, we absolutely do need to get him in and at least. Make sure that he's not at that end be- of stage life. I believe yeah. you've called this cat your best friend. He is my best oh, friend. Yeah. Oh, so yes, you definitely, you definitely need her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she, and yeah, oh, if, if she hasn't done it yet, then gosh. it's all good. Yep. Oh, I remember with our Bailey cat, 
um, I had to, I, and of course I'd start doing all the things I said I wouldn't. I had moved her litter box into our bathroom. So it's like basically in our bedroom, her food, her water. And I had to actually carry her over. She couldn't even go to the litter box herself. And my husband walks upstairs and he's like, what, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? This cat cannot no longer (laughs) go walk to the slitter box. You have to carry her. Dawn, come on, girl. (laughs) Like, we need to take her to the vet and and our vet I trust so much. And she's like, oh, sweetie, it's time. I had a lizard one time when I was 12 and I messed up so bad. I felt I feel terrible about this. Um, They they like to sunbathe, right? So I had this big cage. I put him in. It was metal, and I put him out there. Left him out there too long, and lizard basically cooked himself. (gasps) Oh God! Where he was almost brain dead. Yeah, I felt terrible. I cried about it so much. Brought him inside. Tried to put him in the freezer and cool him off, but he was he was still alive, like breathing, but he wasn't he wasn't there all the way. And I told my mom, I'm like, I'm gonna take him to the backyard and I'm gonna chop his head off with the shovel, and it's gonna be quick and easy and over with. And she's like, no, no, you can't do that. And I was like, but he's suffering. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to. And she, she told me, no, I wasn't allowed to. And I watched him be brain dead in his cage for three days and tried to put food oh. in his mouth and he wouldn't come to it. So sometimes it is necessary. You got to you got to man up and you do it sometimes. You are so sweet, Kyle. I, oh, my God. You put it in the freezer. I it's going to cool him down. Like, that is, how old were you, did you say? <laughs> 12, 13. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, don't get distracted oh and watch God. movies when your lizards are sunbathing. <laughs> There's your tip for today. Oh. <laughs> um... A TikTok uh, tr- a viral video has come out that uh, wraps oh, up uh, this uh, impromptu dog pile. Uh, and so there's a reason why I'm using the dollar amount I am. So, uh, Dawn, you said you, you, you'll worry about Hank as long as Hank's around and then any other animal you have. Okay. Oh, yes. Would you <laughs> try to sell this as though I don't know the answer? Would you, if somebody walked up to you and said, that is the most gorgeous lab, and I am, I am and, and let's even make it ridiculous. You can vet this person. The person's amazing. They they have an amazing life. They have they know they know dogs, etc. They're great. They're great. They're they're Gene at Dogwoods. I'll give you two hundred thousand dollars if you sell me that dog. Oh my God, no. Okay, Jesus here, Lord. Here, here's 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 why this is the thing. Uh, a TikToker named Alexis Elliott recently got a Doberman puppy that's now around six months old, and she did a video that's gone viral where she claimed someone offered to buy the dog for two hundred grand. No idea the truth of this, the context of it. The why of it. This is that old, uh, God, I don't remember the name of the movie. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Robert Redford, Demi Moore. Uh, Robert Redford's going to pay a million dollars to have sex with her. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, the dog version of that movie. I mean, that this movie. seems very far-fetched. Um, because, I mean, ah, what animal? Fetched. Very good. I mean, it's, ah. it's not a, ho- a championship horse or something. This is a, a, a six-month-old dog. Uh, she told her husband no way because the dog is like her baby. And uh, right, okay. Now, so this has gone viral. And most people are saying they would have taken the money because we're a horrible species. Jesus. But but because and for me, it's not about the amount. It's like make it any amount. No. No. I am not selling one of my dogs the, the, Hank to is you. Our child. And that's why I make the scenario that you have to make the scenario like it's a possibility of a great life for the dog, and so you can justify it, right? You can go, well, he'll be at least as good off. And, 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 you know, the money, I mean, make it two million, make it, this is, th- yes, this is our family. No, no. And, and we have had these horrible moments on this show where so many people think dogs are disposable. And, and, and you hear the stories endlessly. And, and, and now Brandon Walter is 11. Yeah, he's going to be 12 on December 24th. Okay, okay. So he's a hound. He's getting on. And would you, is there a dollar amount you would Absolutely no, not. No, no, no. I would never in my life sell a, an animal of mine. No, just no question. 
The, the only way our Hank is going to anyone is because my husband and I have died, and we know, <laughs> and we can feel good knowing that Hank's in a great place. That's it. And, and and we hope it's a it's better, right? Like and living a great life. Yes, Dawn, we'll take care of Hank if something happens. Odd. <laughs> oh, we just got this email from uh, April. It says, "Hey, Brandon, I have a cat that has asthma. Uh, most of her adult life, she's 15. Instead of a puffer, uh, ask about prednisolone. Prednisone. Yeah. Does that come up? Yeah. Yeah. Because she didn't spell prednisone." She spelled prednisolone. I don't know if those are different things, but but you've discussed all that. Yeah, we've we've done that with him, and it's something that I don't like to have him on for extended periods of time because it's a, it's a steroid. Mm-hmm. So it can oh. mess more with. He has already got kind of like a declining kidney thing. So I'm just trying to yeah. do the most comfortable thing without damaging anything more. Another accidental um, holiday miracle. We began this hour with Kyle on steroids. We mm-hmm. end with Brandon's cat on steroids. <laughs> As we now play Master of Movies. Uh, we got a free 30-day membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. Uh, and you get that, you're then qualified for the grand prize drawing this Friday morning. Now you choose which grand prize you want to be eligible for. Either a pair of second row courtside seats, complete with access to the Lexus Lounge to see the Sacramento Kings host the Detroit Pistons on February 7th, or you can be in the drawing for the party for up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island in Sparks, Nevada, in the VIP bowling garage with four private bowling lanes, all of the catering options, including the taco bar to prime rib, all worth up to $2,000. For Master of Movies, you get a hint and a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the movie... Droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888 for Master of Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. The holidays mean disappointment. So give your friends and family a gift membership to Rad TV. Available at members.radradio.com. A couple of uh, emails, rad at radradio.com. Uh, first one's from Chris. Hey, Chris. There's a viral TikTok video where this woman claims with no context that somebody offered her 200 grand for her uh, Doberman. Uh, and uh, she said no. Not scientific at all, but most of the people commenting are like, you idiot, it's just a dog. Jesus. Take the 200 grand. Uh, Chris says it is atrocious how so many view pets as disposable. Ugh. Hell, my pets are in my will. And to answer the question, there's no amount of money I would accept for one of my pets, even my wife's annoying ass Yorkie. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Now that's tough. <laughs> I've been, been scarred by Yorkies as a child. It's uh. like, ah, babe, I don't know. I think you got out. Um, but hey. <laughs> You want a new Lexus? <laughs> mm. And Tracy says, I wouldn't sell my dogs for any amount of money. However, my dog Whiskey would sell me down the river for a dime bag of treats. Movie. Yep. Master. That's true. Master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. <laughs> Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Just take the film and you'll be supreme. You're a movie. Master! Movie Master! We had a free 
30-day membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. And you're qualified for Friday morning's grand prize drawing. Either you're eligible for the party for up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island and Sparks, worth up to two grand, or a pair of second-row courtside seats for the Kings-Pistons game February 7th. You choose which prize you'll be eligible for. Caller 18, one of our many Kyles. Hello. Good morning. What up, Kyle? Kyle, you'll guess first. Uh, if you don't know, we'll go to Kevin. Good morning. And Evan, your caller 20. Hello. Evan! <laughs> we are looking for a uh, holiday film from 2000. I came to invite you to be Holiday Cheermeister. What is the name of that holiday movie? I came to invite you to be Holiday Cheermeister. Kyle. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, Way to try. Wow, that was an embarrassment. Okay, oh. Kevin. The Grinch. Evan. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think it's the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch recent animated version that's called just The Grinch. Uh, the TV special is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim Carrey's version, which is what this was, is called How the Grinch Stole Christmas. What do you want? <laughs> Mr. Grinch, I came to invite you to be Holiday Cheermeister. Uh, holiday Hoobie Waddy? <laughs> Cheermeister. Eh? Cheermeister. Celebrate with friends. <laughs> Two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m. Good time for the holiday pile. Only 13 days until Christmas morning. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, you are. 20 days until New Year's Day. Whoa. And tomorrow is bad radio. Brandon will be hosting. Woo-hoo. I will be sidekicking. Kyle will not be cheating on a Christmas <laughs> quiz or a holiday quiz. Well, we'll is, see. Is it a holiday quiz, Brando, or, or a winter quiz? Holiday or? rad quiz. All uh, oh, interesting. Right. Into right. So we worked out a system uh, last hour for where I will be policing Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing some musical chairs when we do that. But Dawn's going to be side-eyeing him, what, too. What if I bribe you with Skittles? No, I have plenty of Skittles. Damn yeah, it. you can't bribe, bribe them me. Jeez. <laughs> um, so that's tomorrow uh, morning, and then everything's back to normal on Thursday, which will be Brandon's last day of the uh, of the year. On Friday, Ian from Tech to You uh, will be stepping into the Brandon role to uh, finish out our broadcasting year. Speaking of, uh, today is Tech to You Tuesday, which means Ian will be hosting on Rad TV at 10 a.m. at members.radradio.com. A few things I'm going to talk about. Mentioned earlier this morning, a man in Sacramento was arrested with 5,000 stolen gift cards. Ian's going to explain why it matters to anyone buying the gift cards. Now your money could go instead of to Uncle Bill. Uh, He's also going to talk about China ramping up their cyber attacks recently. Lovely. He's got news about Google's competitor to chat GPT. It's called Gemini. And he's going to talk about Beeper, a company that allowed users to send iMessages with Android phones that went live on Tuesday last week. And Apple killed it on Friday and all the drama that has gone down uh, in Nerdland uh, with that. <laughs> That'll be uh, uh, t- Tech to You Tuesday uh, on, on uh, Rad TV at 10 a.m. at oh, members.radradio.com. For the holiday pile, the 10-day Christmas and New Year's travel period. 
is likely to be the busiest ever at U.S. airports, according to AAA's year-end holiday forecast. Fun! They are expecting 7.5 million air travelers, Oof. topping the previous record set pre-COVID days in 2019. Yeah, forget about, you know, when you're not looking at the people walking down the aisle when you're on Southwest and you got that middle seat open. Forget it. Not looking at them won't help. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every seat will be full. Yeah, and you'll be getting uh, endlessly the announcement. Uh, well, the flight is fully filled. Please take the first seat of real number. Overall, 115 million Americans are expected to travel 50 miles or more from home this holiday season, making it the second busiest ever uh, since uh, uh, AAA began ho- tracking holiday travel Damn. 25 years ago. They cover the period, and this is this is misleading. It's even more. This is just like when we talked about it at Thanksgiving. It's even more people than that, because they're doing the period from Saturday, December twenty third to Monday, January first. And in our post COVID world, where remote work is still so allowed or so much an option, a lot of people wisened up and said, "We're going to skip town a lot earlier than Saturday the twenty third. A lot of people. Oh, this is one of the reasons we're ending hurt. broadcasting uh, for the year this week. A lot of people are leaving next week." They'll work all week from their in-laws' homes or whatever, uh, but they are there. They're settled in, and so they don't have to travel during the busiest times. I mean, for 20 years, my husband and I, just about every year, maybe there's been two or three, that we have traveled around Christmas time, and we were going to this year, and then I fall and go boom, broke my shoulder, and I start uh, physical therapy, like, next week. So, and it, it, you know, that's going to cause pain, whatever. I don't want to drive. Bop, bop, bop. Um, and my husband's also like, you know, it's been a year. Can we just stay at home? Okay. And like, we are so like, we, we have not, he and I have the, the last time he and I celebrated a Christmas alone was like our first year of marriage. And that was it. And, and we love having family around. It is like amazing. And we will, or I know I will miss that so much, but we are like, oh my God, what are we going to do with ourselves? We're sending pops off. And we're just like, oh my God. So I'm, I'm extra excited to hear the one year we've decided not to travel happens to be also the busiest time. I do appreciate you amending your words there after a text exchange with your husband about your holiday plans, about which one of you will be missing family. It's only you, hon. And it, it is a, it is a cool oh thing. It is a, whatever yeah. your tradition is. It is a really cool thing out of nowhere to 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 to, to take a break from. Yeah, it. honestly, and I'm I'm almost like I I, I would kind of suggest him. I haven't yet where I like even want to have us eat something totally. We do all the traditional stuff, right? And I'm like. Now I want to do, like, let's just do Chinese food. Just something so random, abnormal, Um, right? Let's just do, besides watching the Christmas movies, and I'm sure all his, you know, football. um, Yeah, just do untraditional stuff. Kyle will appreciate one part of this story, because we we did kind of a mishmash of those two things. So we weren't going to do any Christmas, because same reason, it's been a year. (laughs) I don't feel like putting up all the goddamn decorations, taking them down. And the problem with us is you you start putting them up, we're the kind of people you got to put them all up. And then you got to take them all down. So we're just, no, we're not decorating. We're traveling. Uh, and, and then as we started to get closer, my, my wife started going, babe, maybe maybe we just go get like a small tree. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I started to think about it. Yeah. And she didn't mean like a go get a real tree because then that's a pain in the ass. You got the animals and the cleanup sure, and all yeah. that. So uh, uh, over the weekend, I was actually down here at the studio uh, um, and doing some more. We have our own our own office here, and I was I was packing some stuff up, and and I realized, damn it, I didn't bring 
packing tape. And I don't know where anything is in this building. I own a 4,000-square-foot studio. I don't even know where. <laughs> Brandon, where do we keep our AA batteries? I needed one this morning. Oh. Uh, there's some in the supply closet. Oh, yeah. I thought I looked there. Oh, well. We I mean, got some in here, too. I had to steal one out of my remote control. Oh. That's fine. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I, I thought, and I thought of this because I, I, I thought, yeah, this would be kind of cool to just get a train. So I went to a, to a hardware store that was close, and I grabbed the, the, the packing tape, and then I go over to the trees, and I see this seven-foot tree. It's nicely lit. Aww. And I grab it. Oh, and they've got the scent sickles that we oh, like that make yeah. the house smell. Mm, oh, oh, wait, so they've, they've, got, they've got Christmas T-shirts with Labradors wearing a oh, Santa hat. stop it. <laughs> And of course, it's like 6.30 in the morning, so I'm the only person in the store. You go to the self-checkout, and you got that 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 old woman, right? The the, the woman who's too old to be a Walmart greeter. No. She's running the self-checkout. She's got nothing to do but stand there and watch you, Oh, right? And so, and I'm scanning everything, you know, but the, the packing tape thing that I got, it doesn't have a barcode on it. Oh, boom. oh, shoot. And I'm like, oh, this bitch will take until f- Thursday to get me a price check on this. So I just, I, just, I just put it down. There's like this counter that isn't part of the scale. And I keep scanning and scanning and scanning, and I get done, and I and I, I pay, and I'm pack pay, putting, it, and I'm not I'm not using a bag. I don't care. I'm just throwing it all in the cart, and 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 I I, I walk out to the truck, and I realize, hey, and I think of Kyle right away. I mean, I spent almost 400 bucks right between the tree and all this other crap. <laughs> I got that tape for free. Yeah. Wow. Five finger right. discount. Yeah. Merry Woo-hoo. Christmas. It's a holiday miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most travelers will drive to their destinations, and uh, as always, minimal traffic expected on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Same thing for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, earlier in the day, New Year's Eve obviously can be a nightmare in the evening. Uh, and traveling before noon or after 7 p.m. is always the best on busier days. All right, now, uh, with uh, Brandon's alluded to it many times, and we haven't talked about it since, I don't know, earlier this year when we, we did everything uh, for uh, for Brando, uh, he, his family, off to New York. Woo! To, uh, what, what started all this is Brandon, one of Brandon's favorite movie franchises of all times, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And they've got a Back to the Future musical on Broadway. And I just thought, how cool would it be if if I could send Brando to see this thing? I love that and, so much. And it, it translated into this this trip that, that they're going to be taking. Uh, you've never Now, you've never been to New York, right? No, I haven't been any further east than Denver. And 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 New York at Christmas time is a whole oh, other thing. Oh, my oh, we're so gosh. Very excited. I yeah. know. Every time they show it on TV, I'm just like, oh, my God. It, it is a city that looks as it should that Christmas vomited on it. Yes. Right? And, yeah, it and, should, that's how it should look. And, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of like quote, Ugh. you know, big city concerns around America. The 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 primary part of Manhattan though, my the my spies tell me they're doing a really good job, especially for the holidays, of keeping it cleaned out and, and as safe as they can. Nice. Uh, I'm I, I I'm convinced it's not the Manhattan that I've spent time in, but what city is right now? Sure. N- none of them But but I, I actually just talked to somebody who spent Thanksgiving there, and they 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 know the area at least as well as I do, and they said it's fine. You, you, they're, they're won't. So a few people have written in in anticipation, uh, including Jake. Hey Jake. Says hey Brandon, I just went to New York for the first time, and I made a point to see Back to the Future on Broadway while Whoa. I was there. Right on. I was excited to say the least, but it was better than I ever could have imagined. Oh. Excellent. The songs were great. The storyline was excellent. Some details were a little different than the movie, but it didn't take away from the entertainment one bit. I hope you and your joy your family enjoyed as much as I did. That's, oh that's great gosh. to hear. I, my expectations are very low, but because I just don't know what to expect. So I'll, I'll be I'll be excited about really anything, <laughs> but based on all the reporting and everything, it's going to be it's going to be great. And I, I'm honestly just looking more, more forward to experiencing it with my family. And the and the initial story, I think it was that we read 
the the reviewer, I think, took a shot at some of the characters or, or something, but said, oh, it's still worth it. But yeah. didn't, didn't like that. But everybody that all the maggots that have gone, because we've had at least half a dozen, they've said it's it's fantastic. Right. I, I'm so excited the, for them. The big end is the DeLorean. And what did we talk? There was some somebody wrote in Brando about if you can buy a souvenir cup or something and they get a free drink or I don't know what that oh, was. Wow. I, remember. I, I forget souvenir what it was. Souvenir cup for a hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember, and I, I I don't remember if it was alcohol related or if you can do it for sodas and things yeah, like that yeah. and all that. Ooh ooh, and, and to top it off, if there is a a, a hot dog vendor right outside of it. Don't you want to try a street dog? Oh yeah, yeah. we're yeah. definitely get the street food. I promise you, there are there. There's no shortage of hot dog vendors. Are they everywhere? Yes, oh. yes. <laughs> and they're bagels, right? Don't you have to try the bagels? Yeah, I, I mean, if you like bagels, they 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 are different. They, you know, whether it's the water, which everybody says, or what, I I don't know, but they are noticeably different. All right, Mimi wrote in and said, as a mom who also has a nine-year-old daughter that identifies as a sixteen-year-old, <laughs> I wanted to share my experience of being in the Big Apple. We don't travel a lot. We took this trip to visit my sister, so thankfully she took care of planning days. Prepare your your daughter and yourselves for the craziness. I'm not sure how bad it will be, but every inch of that state smells like urine, armpits, and dirty butts. Oh, no. When walking around, have a system for your daughter. One parent in front, kiddo in the middle, one parent in the back, and hold on to each other. It is insane how quickly a group can get separated because the sidewalks are so overpacked. Mm. Bring your comfiest walking shoes and stress to your kiddo that she will most likely be walking a lot more than usual. Uh, okay, now I'm, I'll pause on this because there's a, it was a long email, and, and there's more to it. But uh, a lot of the places where she, where she was smelling these smells, I know where it was coming from because of the way she wrote this email. And I don't know, Brando, how you're getting around, but they did a lot of public transportation. Yeah. And the, the subway in New York's heyday uh, is still not the, the cleanest smelling mm, place. Okay. Uh, but again, m- most of Manhattan proper, and especially this time of year, I'm not sure where she was getting a lot of the smells, but maybe you'll, you'll come back. You know, you, you, you've been done the San Francisco thing when yeah. it was not doing well. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the walking, she's right. Tons of walking, no matter how you're getting around. Uh, and and the, the best way to get around in Manhattan is to walk hmm. uh, it, because it's quicker. It's fat, but I've talked about this on the air before. And Brando, have you thought about, about this at all? It's aggressive walking, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a full contact sport. It's it's like you know when 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 my wife and I, my when I my wife and I go to New York, I go I'm in front and she's behind me and we're holding hands because there is endless shoulder checking and shoulder blocking and there's an art to it and and or you are just going to constantly be passively getting out of the way so it is it is uh, and when you have oh. a kid involved mm. that's the difference yeah. because the the mom's kind of right you're gonna you know. The three of you spread out are not going to be very popular walking the streets of, of Manhattan. Now, the Damn. benefit you're going to have is it's going to be packed, and it's going to be packed with tourists, and it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So it all kind of moves a little slower. But have you have you thought about any of this yet, or is this like I haven't even given this any thought? Well, I, we've we've had experience in cities and in, in crowds, going to concerts and aggressive crowds. So we have a system already Good. in place. We already walk close together. So I'm not really too Man. concerned about it. We're going to have a day. Um, what, we're going to get there early enough so we can get a little bit acclimated to it um, the first evening we're there. Um, so I'm not too concerned about it. And you that. shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. This is kind of, uh, this is kind of my, my, uh, my fatherly, uh, just be ready for this and everything will be fine moment. The, the thing, the last time my wife and I were in New York, which was five years ago, the thing that, that and that was five years ago, that drove me nuts then, as you can imagine, is it is now an epidemic level of people walking these these city and yes it is like it's like a concert except it's a whole city of eight million people mm-hmm. crowd oh, and they're walking with their heads and their devices oh. and you are oh. endlessly 
if if you get into an area where it's not shoulder to shoulder people, you are endlessly yelling, heads up, heads up, because you have nowhere to go. You can't go sideways. Oh, Jesus. Wow. And if they don't look up, I, I shoulder checked some Russian C word last time we oh. were there because she wouldn't look up. She wouldn't listen. And and and, and there, there was no choice. I, the only choice I would have had would have been to stop cold with people behind us. Did she have a shirt on that said I'm Russian? <laughs> like, how did you know? I don't remember why I knew she was Russian. I think she just looked it. Did her phone case say da? <laughs> so, Fair question. It reminds me of the hallways in high school. This is probably how you have to yeah. have to uh, maneuver the cities of New York. On steroids, to, yeah. Yeah, but you get to shoulder check people, Brandon, and you can be like, I'm walking here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Th- this makes human leashes seem very amazing. Mm. <laughs> I would be like, this would be the place. Right to use those kid and human leashes. Well, normally the leash is only used in the bedroom. So. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Now, Brandon, you did mention to me that, uh, I don't remember if you used this word or not, your girlfriend's a planner. Was that the word you oh, used? Oh, yes, okay. big time. So have you planned in advance the things you're going to be doing? Yeah, so we have things that we must do. We which is basically one thing a day that we, okay. we absolutely have That's to do. Smart. And then there are the the tiers of things that we can do or want to do, or if we're in the area, we will do. So it, we're, we're spreading it out enough so that we have one thing to look forward to each day, but for the rest of the day, it's just going to be whatever we're feeling and explore as we want. See, that's not only smart, and this is the greatest compliment I can give somebody, that's Rob-level smart, because that's exactly how we do our trips, especially to New York. It's like every day, this is what it's about, and then if we're in the mood for other things. So here's what uh, this uh, mom named Mimi said uh, they loved. Okay. Nine eh, Eleven Memorial. Oh, I don't. Boy. I don't need that in my life. That's one of the things. Oh. Only because um, it's good for the daughter. Yeah, exactly. Sure. During the most recent nine eleven anniversary, she had a lot of questions. Yeah, and we tried to have the discussion of what what happened and how it happened and and why. Um, so we we both said, well, you know what, we're going to New York, so this will be the perfect opportunity yeah. for you to learn everything about it. Game changer is the daughter. I mean, yeah. I I lived nine eleven, so I don't need to go to the, the memorial, and that's just a, a, a downer and a half. Yeah. Uh, uh, the ferry, eh, okay. I mean, you're riding a boat. Yeah. Uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, eh, you're walking over a bridge. Uh, uh, you know, these things don't impress me much. And I don't know how many of them apply to the because she took her kid. Oh, you, or need to be, you need to walk across. You can drive across it, but what what's the big deal? I mean, <laughs> it's a bridge. It, it's not like we don't have bridges in, in our area. We have Golden Gate. Uh, <laughs> ferry or, or bridge, Brandon? Are those on your list? No, no, not at all. All right, you're not missing out. No. Uh, all the food, she says. Oh yeah. Pizza, pastrami, cannolis, donuts. Do, okay, food. Do you have you have specific foods? I mean, hot dogs and, and a pretzel maybe <laughs> and a bagel. So my my girlfriend's uh, sister or cousin, sorry is a huge foodie like she she's going to school to be a food scientist i think it's actually her her career not not what she's going to school for so she actually has pins dropped on a a map of new york for all the places that we need to 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 try (laughs) and these are all trusted sources based on somebody who my my girlfriend you know a trusted family source to tell us where to go to eat so fortunately all of that is is handled but yeah of course like the the, the, the pizza, the the bagels, the hot dogs, those are all on there, but we have a few places that we want to go to as a priority. I love so much that you guys have that because that could seem overwhelming uh, because oh, I, the, the uh, food is everywhere, right? Exactly. And, and you, you don't want to... You, in your mind, you're thinking, well, nowhere's got to be bad, but oh. I'm sure there is, oh, right? there's bad places. Yeah, and you don't, when your time's limited there, and you don't live there, and you can't learn all of that, ugh, that would suck. Well, and it's the other problem, too. Yeah. There's also so many extraordinary places in New York and Manhattan in particular. How do you pick? 
without yeah. without some inside knowledge and things like that. Uh, she also mentioned they love Central Park. Is that where you're doing the ice skating? Yeah, we're going to yeah. do the ice skating at Central Park um, Much as opposed choice. to the uh, Rockefeller Center just because it's, from what we've read and heard, it's less busy and a little bit more intimate and not as crazy. And she says, the one thing we did not feel the need to do again was Times Square. We're glad we saw and experienced it. However, it was so stressful with the kids and definitely could have been left off of the list. Yeah, everything that I've heard about Times Square with like all the the dirty uh, mascots like the the, yeah. the Elmos and the all the Marvel characters. I, I just I think we should walk through it just once, but I'm not that's not a huge priority on our list either. Uh, there, there's not I don't I don't having been there many times, I don't get the Times Square thing other than what you said, Brando. The, just the the ability to see the giant screen. Yeah. And the characters, and I don't mean the ones that are dressed up in uniforms. I mean the cat, the characters that are on the street and things like that. It's like, okay, we've seen it sort of thing. It's just that and a bunch of crappy stores. What about when you see on TV the people doing like the horse carriage ride through Central Park? Is that no. worth it or no? I mean, that, I, I did that in another lifetime. Um, like for a kid? Uh, that would be a kid call in terms of, for, because, you know, it can be romantic as a couple. Yeah. If you do it during the day with a kid, it, it's like, uh, does the kid like it? It's very boring. Okay. I mean, it's clop, clop, clop through the park that you're already going to, you can walk through and yeah, see. Yeah. Okay. I think it would be something cool, like if it's the last thing on the day, oh, just like yeah. wind down. It's and, like an impulse thing that you would do. Yeah, yeah. totally. Coco. Yeah. yeah. What about throwing things off the Eiffel Tower? Oh. Or, uh, the, the Empire State <laughs> Building. Sorry. Wrong Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If you have an office party this year and need a gag gift for someone you hate, we have you covered. Head to the stupid store at radradio.com. We got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Uh, we were talking about uh, Brandon's trip to uh, New York uh, to see the Back to the Future Broadway musical, taking the family, going for the first time ever. Plus, it's uh, New York at Christmas time. This email from Michelle is basically just a gushing uh, 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 love fest of uh, exclamation points. <laughs> I'm so excited for Brando's trip to New York. Me too. Trip of a lifetime. It is. I went for the first time 10 years ago for four days. We barely slept because we were trying to do it all, but still didn't accomplish all we wanted to. So excited for Brando and the family. Thank you. I can't wait to hear all about it when you guys are back uh, in the new year. Yay. In the meantime, I'm really loving the ease of hearing the show 24-7 on 104.7 FM whenever I'm in the car. Jesus. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Michelle. Uh, yeah, in Sacramento, it's 104.7 FM, 890 AM, and it's all rad all the time. So we were doing the holiday pile, and part of the holiday pile is the uh, end-of-the-year lists. Uh, and uh, last night, Google released its annual year-in-search stats, uh, and they gave us uh, the top searches. The, the, uh, the, we'll start with the top news topics that we Googled, uh, which were, and this is in America, in order, the, uh, the number one news topic was... Uh, Gaza? Yep, yeah. uh, the war in Israel and Gaza. Second, got to go back to the summer. Uh, in the summer, you'll oh, know it the, when you hear it. The oh. uh, the submarine. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you oh, are on yeah. it, Brando. You are. Uh, and then um, a bunch of hurricanes, mm. and then the main shooting, the Nashville shooting, and the Maui fire were the most searched oh. for. Maui fire. Yeah. Oh, news right. items. Oh. The top trends we search for. We had trends this year. Uh, they're all stupid, Kyle. <laughs> I don't think we are, I don't think we ever talked about it on this show unless you guys did it during a bad radio episode when I went on this stupid yeah. Roman Empire thing. 
What? What? Okay, thank God you guys have not you. It's it's huge. It's number one by far. It is the dumbest. Like like what was the what was the one we had? Um, oh oh, this one this one that where uh, where women go up to their husbands and they say uh, name a woman. Oh right. Okay, right. Yeah, and yeah. if you yes. don't say her, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, break up with them. Ridiculous. Which it's so dumb. We demonstrate it's like yeah. most of us are gonna be like Rihanna. I don't know what do you yeah, mean. You just a- assume they're asking you a, a famous person. This is more stupid because there's no there there. There's no context to it. Women have been filming themselves asking the men in their lives how often they think about the Roman Empire. Now, huh? Brandon, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Uh, very rarely, if at all. Kyle. Uh- I guess n- never had that okay. since like fifth grade when I learned about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what a dumb question. The, the only only time that I think about the Roman Empire is a when I'm reading a stupid story like this, and b if I'm watching the movie Gladiator from 25 yeah, years ago. What the hell is this? Uh, it lasted from 27 BC to 476 AD. I'll tell you what this is. It's nothing. It's nothing because here's the thing. I I've asked multiple friends of mine across all ages. What is the deal with this Roman Empire thing? Do you think about the Roman Empire? And they're all like, what the hell are you talking about? Because the, the substance of it is that everybody's shocked at how often all the guys say they're thinking about the Roman Empire. No. And then there is no, there's no, there's no action to it. It's not like if he says he does or doesn't, you break up with him or he's wrong for you. It, this is the dumbest, and it's the number one search for trend across 2023. No, they're not thinking about it. No. No. Why are they saying it? I, you, okay. I mean, we're talking, I think, hundreds of thousands of these now that are up there. Up there. Everybody's doing it. So, I mean, at some point you get to the point where, where people are faking it. But, exactly. But, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people in the beginning that started all this that are like, yeah, actually, honey, I think of it quite a bit. It's, and it's, yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it really doesn't. Society doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, I guess, yes, obviously, in theory, it'd be impossible to think. Well, I, I don't know. I even feel like the very first, whoever, I don't know, has to be one, the first person. Because there's so much garbage. What I'm trying to say is there's so much garbage I see. And people are like, oh, my God, look at this. And I'm like, that, that, that was predetermined. That that wasn't like, sh- you could tell these people are terrible actors, right? At the shock or the way that they're trying to act as if they're playing something out. And, I mean, because no God, who no one thinks of the Roman Empire. So it started with a tweet, actually or an ex now, where a woman, this is, and it started way back this spring, uh, when a woman sent out a tweet that, that got reposted, you know, it just takes the right one, it gets reposted, reposted, et cetera. Her tweet said, I saw a post that said something like, women have no idea how often the men in their lives think about the Roman Empire. So I asked my husband, and without missing a beat, he said, every day, why? That tweet now has more than 7.8 million likes oh. and thousands of comments, and that got women to start going out and... And doing this, that's where it began. And and look, if I'm missing some context, because I did as much research as I could before my brain was melting, let me know. Because I thought at first this was going to be about, like, toxic masculinity. Like, if they say they think about it all the time, they're toxic. I couldn't find anything like that. So if I'm missing something, call, email, let me know. But as far as I can tell, this is the beginning and end of this stupidity. Yeah, see, the more we talk about it, I'm thinking it's code for something. Like, it's got to mean something dirty. Like, it's got a nickname for something else. I don't I, I, I don't know why they're hiding that then. Because, yeah. like I said, I spent 20 minutes of my I, life that I'll never get back. I mean, honestly, all this does for me is just, I'm like, wow. I mean, I knew I was out of touch, but I'm super duper out of touch then. Because, like, I, I, I if they're not, if we're going to go on the premise that, 
No one is faking it. And how would the first one, right? I mean, or she left out that her husband teaches history. (laughs) So, God, so he's thinking about it all the time. The only reason I know about it is because I do the show prep every day. And I saw the headline months ago. How often is your man thinking about the Roman Empire? And I clicked on it. I went, "Ah, that's stupid. And it just exploded. Otherwise, since I stay off social media, I wouldn't have known about it either. But Penny wrote in and said, this Roman Empire thing explains one of the skits on the SNL that Jason Momoa hosted. I had no idea where the hell that skit idea came from, but now it all makes sense. They did. They did a whole whole skit on this Roman Empire thing. Uh, (laughs) One of our Kyles says, the Roman Empire meme is literally a nothing burger and it's stupid. It's like an improv moment of just giving random BS about why you think about the Roman Empire. It's that stupid. Uh. I find it hilarious. And yes, I'm stupid for it, but I accept it. (laughs) That's the point. No one really thinks about the Roman Empire, but it's just random. Okay. It gets more dumb as we talk it through. That's the number one search for trend. Wow. Second is the moon phase trend. Anybody? Anybody? No. All right. This is another one. Check relationship. I am not of this world. Moon phase. This this is how you figure out, you know, Dawn, you're 20 years in with your husband. You need to do the moon phase to figure out if you guys should stay together. (laughs) So there's an app. There's a website you can go to. You can check out uh, the uh, the moon phase for the day that you were born and then compare it to the day that your partner was born to see how well you fit together. No Uh, thanks. And if the two moon phases slide together, one from the top of the screen and the other from the bottom until they meet in the middle. Your moons are a perfect fit, and you're meant to be. If not, break up. Oh, my God. That's the moon phase wow, challenge. Wow, that is dumb. Really? What, what if they make, like, the shape of a heart? You know, you can get two circles to come together? I have no idea. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm so sorry. That was very rude. I, I'm sure this is a thing for people. It's like it's probably a belief system, so I'm sorry. That's, no, not it's not for me. Oh, yeah. It could, you're right. It's probably yeah, based you know, in some form of astrology yeah, yeah. of some and, kind. And I'm also that. backing sure. off because I... Uh, one of my my things I want to do in, in this lifetime is, and I might just have to crash one, is go to an Indian wedding. And like from India, mm. Indian wedding. They just, they look so magical. And I watch Indian Matchmaker on Netflix. And um, they, and I don't know if it's all of the Indian culture, but especially on this show, they're very much into making sure, I think it's like the horse, the, they, they're very into the dates of things, of making sure that each person does align. So... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to backtrack. It sounded really mean. I was <laughs> saying dumb. And the, that's uh, just not for me. I'm not going to do a moon thing. The third most searched for trend is uh, AI yearbook. Anybody do this? Oh, yeah. So okay. you give a, a picture of yourself, and then it, it generates multiple versions of you, like in different clicks or yep. different fashion trends from like the 80s and 90s. Uh, yeah, I and the 90s this. thing apparently was the most common or popular. <laughs> okay. okay, so those are the yeah. trends. Then I the mean, top that was fun. recipes that we searched for this year on Google were the Grimace Shake, which is your hack of the purple shake at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was his birthday this year. Uh, lasagna soup, which is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. mm, delicious. Uh, yeah, so good. Chicken cobbler, which is exactly what it sounds like. Oh, cobbler? Oh, I didn't oh. know this. Uh, black cake, which is just a Ooh. rum-soaked fruit cake. Oh. And, oh, okay. I was thinking black and white cake. Uh, Dawn's the only one that might know what this really is. A pumptini. Pump t- uh, not a Ooh, pumpkin martini. Yeah, pumpkin martini. I've made pumpkin martinis. Dawn, you are so backed up on something. That's from Vanderpump Rules oh, on I, Bravo. Oh, I, I am, but I watched the very last season. Yeah, the pumptini uh, is big. There was Vanderpump much storylines going pump-tini. on. There was some major stuff happening. <laughs> well, apparently, the, the thing people wanted to get was the recipe for the pumptini. <laughs> not the, the Sandoval snack. Please. 
Oh my God, that's what you were Googling. So what is a no, pumptini? No, that's actually not what they were, were Googling. That's literally the whole point of that, that, that list. Is it? It's, it's a martini from Vanderpump Rules. It's just a type of martini. That's all. Okay. Has nothing to do with pumpkin. All right. Uh, most searched for people in 2023. Damar Hamlin. Remember oh, him? Yeah, yeah, I know the name. He was Sports. the uh, Bills player who got hit in the chest. Bingo. Oh, that's so awful. Died on the field uh, for oh, a few seconds. Oh, my God, yes. Number one most searched for. Uh, Jeremy Renner, also oh, near death. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Travis Kelsey. Oh, by the way, let me give you the, the showbiz uh, uh, side of this. Taylor Swift is not on any of these lists because the way Google does this is they do their top trends instead of their most searched. Taylor Swift is always one of the most searched people. So this tra- Travis Kelsey came out of nowhere. Uh, that's okay. why because of, of Taylor Swift, and that's Travis why Kelsey, he he yeah. made the the that's yes yeah. that's literally what they're typing. Uh, all right, most searched for movie. Uh, oh, Barbie. Yes. Oh, uh, second. Oh, that, 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 yeah. There we go. Yeah, that one. I was gonna say the war movie. Uh, most searched for a TV show. Oh, that's hard. Yellowstone. Squid Games challenge. Good guesses. Um, what the hell's what popular? What happened this year? Oh, this one. It's another ah! obvious one. I mean, those are all good guesses, but. Uh, uh, Drama, comedy, Kardashians? action. Drama. It would be a drama, I believe. Drama. The Crown? No. Uh, well, uh, uh, Both Dawn and Brandon watched it. I know that. Oh, I did oh, not. Oh, oh, oh. my God. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The. 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 Oh, my gosh. Brandon, what, what, <sighs> was can't. it on Apple TV? That fl- oh, The Bear. No. no. Damn I, it. I haven't watched no, The Bear No, and I watched yet. The Bear. Yeah, that one's still, I don't know. <laughs> the so sad. Uh, last chance. The last. The last. The last of us. There it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, Good job, Kyle. I watched Lord. that too. Hey. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. That was huge. No. Yes. And it was the number I totally one most forgot about it. TV Gosh, show. And, and I'll tell you the other thing. That seems like two years ago. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And that's how big it was because it still but came out as the year's number one search for TV show. After Yellowstone came out of my mouth, I'm like, really? That was like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Uh, that's a good segue into some entertainment news. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. Uh, the Golden Globe nominations for 2024, which will air on January 7th, were announced. These are the uh, these are supposed to be they used to be the precursor to the Academy Awards and the Emmys, but the Golden Globe Awards have finally started to do it right, where they actually try to stay mainstream with a lot of their stuff, and the Academy Awards refuse to uh, for the most part. So I, I try to go through because they do movies, they do TV. Uh, we'll just start with uh, Barbie earned nine nominations, Yay! including Best Comedy. Remember they they also break it yes. into categories. They don't just do Best Movie. So uh, Best Comedy or Musical. Uh, best Actress for Star Margot Robbie. Yes. Uh, Oppenheimer scored Best Drama as part of its eight nods. And Martin Scorsese's crime epic Killers of the Flower Mood got seven. Brand- Brandon, did you ever track that one down? I was supposed to watch it this last weekend, but just didn't get around to it. It's a three and a half hour long movie. Yeah. So I think it's going to be one of those things that I check out over vacation. Yeah, and it's available now on streaming. And I am not, I, I have to watch it because I have to watch it. It's a Scorsese film. Yeah. I am not excited about it at all. But I have to watch it. It's just the previews. Just the, I think you're excited about it, right, Yeah, Brandon? I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. It's just yeah. not grabbing me for some I, I think the only reason it started to grab me, but I still haven't watched it, is I think if, indeed, this is the one I'm thinking of, the Pioneer Woman, Reed Drummond, like, is, doesn't her family have some kind of lineage with the land or something? Or something like, like a controversy or something that's with it? That's why you would be interested 
mean, in the what, De Niro, DiCaprio, Scorsese yeah. film. That's what got me on the radar about it. Well, because, you know, some timepiece stuff I'm like, mm, about. I, I, I don't know <laughs> if there's a connection. I think so. Um, all right, uh, for television. Brandon, I'm going to make you pick the winner here. Okay. Tried to find a fun way to do these Golden Globe Awards. Because uh, you're the only one that's seen all three of these. Mm-hmm. For best comedy or musical, who wins between Barry? Ooh. Is that the Henry Winkler one? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Bill Hader. <laughs> the Bear mm. or Ted Lasso? Oh, man. So this is a Golden Globe for best comedy? Yeah. So Barry is is barely a comedy. It's so much more of a drama than it is a comedy. Mm. So I wouldn't I would not pick that one. Okay. Um The Bear again, similar vein, just not so much a comedy as as it is a drama. Good point. So I think that Ted Lasso, especially because it ended this year and it ended on such a high note. Yes. I I would say that that's the big winner. Having having not seen Barry yet, you're right. That's a terrible category for the bear to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got funny moments, but it's much more on the drama side. Absolutely. That's a stupid. It almost sounds dark sometimes. It is. You guys describe it. It it is absolutely dark. All right, so uh, best drama. Anybody watch 1923? Oh, yeah, right here. Hell yeah. Love, love, love. Okay, The Crown. Oh, God, yeah. right here. I've watched it, yes. Uh, the Last of Us. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, the Morning Show. Oh, God. No, I love him, but not this past season. Okay. Uh, Succession, which will probably win. Oh, that's a yeah. garbage okay. show. It's all that, too. And uh, The Diplomat. Oh, those my God, are, I've seen all these except the Diplomat. All nominated for Best Drama. So of what you've seen, 1923, The Crown, The Last of Us, mm, those are the three. Those are the three it that I would out. narrow it down to. Hey, who's winning? And just... Because of my love of Hicks, nineteen twenty three. All right, I think that, I think you're right. I think Succession's going to be the big winner. Probably, the oh yeah. exactly. Because they also they went off the air and everybody loves them. This was their last because yes, uh, it's a uh, Succession is the show that for people oh. that are, aren't smart enough to enjoy Billions, uh, which is the real show. Oh, for sure. In that and in that genre, it's very like it takes me back to the day of like Dynasty, Knott's Landing. Right. You know, it's very like that. And I and I appreciate your <laughs> self awareness of that whole thing because what's dumber than a soap opera? Yeah. A nighttime soap opera. And, but they like they take themselves very seriously. Oh, I know. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, and and the only and so do their fans. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh my God. You you're not watching. And I, I, I sadly, I've met so many people that I thought I used to think were smart that are like all over. I, I've met people that watch the show like I have, and they don't see it like that. They and I'll bring up billions. Like, oh, but billions is the one, and they think billions is ridiculously stupid. Hmm. Oh, you know what that is. That's those those are the those are like the blacklist haters. They don't understand billions is how the real world works. For to sure. to a T. Oh my god. There isn't a ridiculous moment in the seven seasons of billions. Yeah. That is exactly what that world is. Frighteningly, like. and I hate that it's over. All right, does uh, does everybody uh, or anybody uh, not know or, or, or remember this song? Oh, great song. Love this song. Uh, that is Brian Adams and his iconic hit, "Summer of '69," in where he's he's talking about uh, this love affair that he has with this girl. It's like I mean, just it, it, I was 13 when that song came out. It was such a great song. Yeah. I I would say I'm stunned that this is a story again, but but just on the topic of how stupid we are as as a society, he has had to for the second time address the fact. That he was originally going to call the song Best Days of My Life, because there's a line like that. But he opted instead to reference 
the sex position of 69. He told this story in 2008, and those of us that were around when the song came out went, duh, we all knew that. If you read the lyrics, there's a, there's a lyric at the very end of the song about he and his baby being in the 69 position. I honestly hmm. had no idea. Well, fine. I, everybody <laughs> I knew knew it had nothing to do with the actual year. Oh, I always thought it had to do with the year. No. And, and, he, <laughs> he, and he said it in 2008, and he said then, and he said it again in this interview, because yeah. he's doing something with the queen. I don't know what he's doing. 69? Probably. Um, he's, he, he, he was like, he's like, I, I can't believe my fans are this stupid. Of course it's always been about the sex position. And he had to answer it again. So I, I just yeah, think no. still, it's still about the sex what, position. What's that oh. saying that people say? Like, oh my God. Uh, no, this will do. get wrong. When you find out something and you live this long, do you know what I'm talking about? The, the first day you found out. Oh, I remember when I had my first beer. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> it was how many days until I figured this exactly. out? I know today there's a meme all over social oh, media yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. That, yeah. Thank you, Kyle. That, was, that one. Okay. That was this today right, years old. Okay. This right here. Yeah. Okay. No idea. All right. <laughs> Let's do our, uh, our trailer update. <laughs> Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night. People shouting, that goes trailer. Going down the trailer park so I don't get behind. Many fairies, no free fish, make up fairies, you can tell So come on down the trailer park and meet two friends of mine. You see, it's it's Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift, so social media says they're, they're trailer. Huh. Although this doesn't have anything to do with Travis uh, Kelsey, but I didn't want to miss an opportunity to play uh, Brandon's theme song. <laughs> Taylor Swift has conquered another part of American life, according to a new poll. She is the one that can unite the two sides of the nation's bitter political divide like no other figure. Aww. When Americans were asked to sum up the singer in a word, Republicans and Democrats both settled on the same description of talented. Aww. So there it is. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yay! For president. The feud is over! A year from now because she's just <laughs> turning 34. Uh, Taylor Swift is seen positively by two-thirds of Americans with only 10% having an unfavorable view. I want to see this same study in three months from now. Because I don't believe that 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 that, that the, there's so many people that have been overly exposed to Taylor Swift over the last couple months, uh, NFL fans for one. I think these numbers will change so as like she gets more visibility. They will not like her as much. Uh, yes. Uh, oh. Republicans, Democrats did agree uh, when they were forced to make a negative comment. They also agreed on the two that 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 they would use for Taylor Swift most often: overrated and annoying. Oh. <laughs> The annoying one's going to shoot through the roof. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I used to speak poorly of her only because I was mad she left country music, and I got over it, and that was childish. So, I mean, I just think she's sweet. Yeah. And I know she could be – I feel mm -mm. like she could also be polarizing, which, you know, I know that wasn't a word used, but, like, the, the people – like, they either think she's super sweet or just the worst. When I hear people like, if, I, if those are I my choices, I I lean towards the worst. I do not think she's super sweet. No, no, Aww. no. And I I'm going to do some research and some digging, <sighs> I, I because you can always find their skeletons. Well, you know they always disappoint at some point. I just so I just like... I just get this vibe from her. I always and now I'm getting it too much because she's in involved well, in my know, NFL. Kenny G, not Kenny G. Oh my God, <laughs> where was that story going, man? Oh my god! Oh my god! Now, okay, you gotta help me out here. Why is this like radio charades? Why with Dawn? am I blanking out now? I could totally see his face, Kenny Chesney. Okay, 
Oh my God, uh, the country artist? Where is this going? Well, I, I really like him, and I always have. Sonic boom but... of people in our audience that just yelled who. Okay, next. I mean, he just gives a stamp of approval to her. He's noticed since she was, like, super young and just talks about so? what, what a real person she is. So? And he's, like, a real person. You right? don't know he's, that. He's never been known to be. He's not even. He doesn't even get caught up in all the award and gar- awards and all the different garbage stuff that happens no. within the music industry. No, like Kenny he- Chesney, no, he, he gives me the creeps. He's got a weird <laughs> obsession with his grandfather. There what? is something he- going on there. What do you mean? Oh, really? Yeah. The song? Very strange human being. All right, I got, I, I'm working on an update on the uh, the Scorsese film and, and the Pioneer Woman and uh, the Roman Empire, but first got to pause to play the pressure cooker. Uh, we have a free 30-day oh membership God. to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Yeah, and he's still performing the song. That's what's weird. Plus, you'll be qualified for one of the two grand prize drawings uh, this Friday. You have to choose to either oh, no. be eligible for the party for up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island in Sparks, Nevada, in the VIP oh, bowling garage with man. four private bowling lanes, all of the catering options from the taco bar to the prime rib, uh, worth up to two grand. Or you can be eligible to win a pair of second row courtside seats, complete with access to the Lexus Lounge to see the Sacramento Kings and the Detroit Pistons on February 7th. The Pressure Cooker is our daily trivia game we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. Sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the Pressure Cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Got some follow-up emails, rad at radradio.com. Uh, we will start with this one from Gina. Hey, Gina. Uh, Google released their end-of-the-year uh, searches, and uh, the, for recipes, the uh, Pumptini was the fifth most searched for recipe. It has nothing to do with pumpkin. It has to do with the show Vanderpump Rules. Uh, and uh, Gina wrote in. Gina! Says the drink was Googled so much because fans of Vanderpump Rules would make them to watch the show each week during uh, the scandal season. Okay, right. yeah, that's what the scandal so, season it was. It's a Bravo reality show of just the worst human beings oh, on the planet. they are acidic. Um, Zachary uh, wrote in and said, uh, Thanks a lot, Dawn. Your comment about the Pioneer Woman and the movie Killers of the Flower Moon sent me down a history rabbit hole. <laughs> It looks like the Drummond, who the pioneer woman married into, bought the land from the guy that the movie is based on. And now I'm going to have to forget about the Roman Empire today and learn Oklahoma history. Yes, I did confirm it. That is true. That's the connection. The movie's not about them at all, but that is the connection. Ah, okay. Uh, as for this, uh, how often do you think of the Roman Empire thing, which is also, it was the most searched for trend on Google. I'd never brought it up on this show because I thought it was so stupid, and it is. There's no, there's no there there. Uh, the idea is that all men think about the Roman Empire lot more than you think. None of us do, so we're a little lost on this. Uh, <laughs> Brian wrote in and said, I think about the Roman Empire maybe five times a year, and I'm an archaeologist. At least wow. I have a reason to think about the Romans. Yeah. Why is anyone else thinking about it? That's an amazing line of work. Okay, well, we got a few. Devin wrote in and said, not going to lie, I think about the Roman Empire a lot. The reason is I enjoy history and thinking about how gruesome they were to one another back then. Well, see, that makes sense. Yeah. So you, it sounds like, okay. you, like that's a hobby of yours, history. Yeah, the idea that 
most or all men are thinking about the Roman Empire a lot more than you think is just not it's just not matching. Do you know who else I'd put in that category? And I know you can fall in this, but not to this extreme. Folks that are really into like not just politics but the world and 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 the, how they always put two and two together that we're the Roman Empire we're going to explode you know America oh, so God. like right exactly so oh, like people like that's ridiculously that. they probably awful. think about it all the time. Uh, Cynthia says I was curious about the Roman Empire question so I texted my male best friend who is a local union pipe fitter. Here's his response: "Quote depends if I'm doing something that they engineered." I'll think, how the hell did they do this back then? I'm a history guy, so I probably think about their accomplishments more than most, end quote. Oh, see, so well, I like the qualifier. Cynthia says maybe men in construction who have a history, uh, an interesting history, think about it more often. Again. Yeah, that would make sense. Specific answers. Yeah. Matt says, I heard of this stupid trend a while ago. <laughs> the closest I can make a connection to it is uh, when I was talking with our guy friends was most of the U.S. military and law enforcement tactics and strategies come from the Romans. Okay, I don't know that it's taught that way or, or how much of it is absorbed that way. Yeah. Two, making fun of crappy engineering and public services in America like roads and bridges that fall apart in decades, <laughs> whereas so much of the Roman Empire infrastructure is still standing and is holding up surprisingly well. That was the best we could do to make any form of male brain connections and make some sense out of this ridiculous waste of internet nonsense. Okay. Well, and you know what? It all sounds very manly. And I mean, and and which should make us feel good, like our men being more men, or what well, makes you feel good? There's a lot of society that doesn't want the men to be more manly. That's true. Uh, and Amy wrote in and said, "I was listening to your segment on the TikTok trend, Roman Empire. Curiosity got the best best of me, so I went to the Urban Dictionary. This is great. This is what we've done over the last six months. It's now, it's now. This is what it's now become a word for a word. So just Roman Empire." Now is a slang expression for something that someone constantly thinks about. Inspired and popularized by the belief that most men often think about the actual Roman Empire and its legacy. So if you're if you're a guy or girl obsesses over something, then you say, "Oh, you're pulling a Roman Empire." You won't stop thinking or talking about Vanderpump Rules. Right. Oh, I hate this society. Let's play the pressure cooker. The Roman Emperor Empire could see us now. They they would they would chop all our heads off. <laughs> we have a, a 30-day membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com, and you'll be qualified for the two grand prize drawings uh, this Friday. Either the party for up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island in Sparks, Nevada, worth up to two grand, or the second row courtside seats for the Kings Pistons game on February 7th. Caller 18. Hello, Natalie. It, you hang up on me. That's great. Oh, no. Natalie. This is why Caller 19 should always hold until they hear the voice of Caller 18. So we go to Christy. Good morning. Hey. 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 All right, Christy. Well, you're going to get to play the pressure cooker, and here's how it works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, and then you got to get four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Roman Empire, and then you say the Pioneer Woman, I have to take <laughs> Roman Empire as your answer. Do you have any questions? Good luck. True or false, fruitcake will last at least a year if frozen. True. Which two teams won Monday Night Football last night? Uh, the Giants and the Titans. What action hero was the star of the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way? 
uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. In Twas the Night Before Christmas, visions of what dance in children's heads? Sugar Plum. What is the first federal holiday after Christmas Day? New Year's Day. Milk Punch is eggnog without which ingredient? Cinnamon. All right. Uh, six questions. You only need five. All right. She had a good system there. Answered the questions quickly. Let's see how she did. True or false? Fruitcake will last at least a year if frozen. She said that's true. Fruitcake and roaches. That's what will be left. It's uh, technically not good Uh, after a year and a half, they say. It's not good after one day. It's a great doorstop. Come on now. It has its purpose. (laughs) Which two teams won Monday Night Football last night? She said the Giants and the Titans. Got them both right. Both upsets over the Packers and Dolphins, respectively. What action hero is the star of the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way? She said Arnold Schwarzenegger. In Twas the Night Before Christmas, visions of what dance in children's heads? She said sugar plums. What is the first federal holiday after Christmas Day? She said New Year's Day. And milk punches, eggnog without which ingredient? She said cinnamon. What'd you say, Not milk? Meg? Milk punch. Milk punch. Is eggnog without which ingredient? Oh, oh, rum. No, eggs. There it is. <laughs> That's why they take the eggs out of it. Didn't matter on that one. She had already gotten five right. Another chance for you to win and qualify comes up with Trouble Trouble, I think, yep. at 9 yeah. a.m. Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. The holidays mean disappointment. So give your friends and family the junk you can find in the stupid store at radradio.com. A couple of emails, rad at radradio.com. First one is from James. Hey, James. I would not usually read this lame, lazy, pathetic oh. uh, email, but I've met James, and he's a nice guy. I met he and his wife. My wife and I both did. So I'm going to allow this pathetic attempt. Oh. Simply says, I just want to wish my amazing and beautiful wife, Tracy, a happy 54th birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, Tracy. Way to give it your almost, James. Uh, Ashley wrote in and said, I've never written in for a birthday shout-out for myself before, but I figured, why not? I only have four more LOs I could possibly receive from Rob before I age out, so I want to ensure that I snag one this year. Today, I celebrate my 26th trip around the sun. Hello. Oh, my God. Back off, Grandpa. Half as many as me. Hmm. Oh, my Lord. And I couldn't be more hopeful, she said. Oh, God. You're hopeful? Ah, that's it, youth. See, that's why yes, older men like to right, date younger yeah. women. You, you, the, the youth. You still believe that this society can be saved. This will be my first birthday out of the Navy. I served seven oh, long years. Thank you so thank much. You. And I can't wait to see where life goes from here. You're all amazing and have been such a positive influence in my life. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. It is Tech to You Tuesday, meaning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Ian from Tech to You will answer any of your tech questions. You can email us directly and they go right to Ian, uh, R-A-D, at radradio.com. He is also going to talk about China ramping up their cyber attack. A man in Sacramento who was arrested with 5,000 stolen gift cards, and he's going to talk about why it matters to anyone buying gift cards and how your money can just vaporize in mere seconds. Google is releasing their competitor to chat GPT. It's called Gemini. He'll go over that. 
and Beeper, a company that allowed users to send iMessages with Android phones. So those are Apple messages with Android phones. Went live on Tuesday of last week. Apple shut it down on Friday. And nothing but nerd drama has gone on since <laughs> then. So uh, Ian will go through, uh, go through all of that and more on tech to you Tuesday at uh, 10 a.m. You can watch or listen live at members.radradio.com. It'll be a full-on podcast on all podcasting forums tomorrow morning. <laughs> And you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, you email us, rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. We will start with 13-year-old Athena. Hey, Athena. My grandma used to say, kill them with kindness. And if that doesn't work, kill them with whatever's handy. <laughs> <laughs> From 10-year-old Lily. Oh, sweet Lily. What did the mommy chameleon say to her nervous kid on the first day of school? What? Don't worry. You'll blend right in. <laughs> Big D has his uh, Christmas dad jokes. What does Santa do when the reindeer drive too fast? What? He holds on for dear life. <laughs> oh, damn. Why is it always so cold around Christmas? Why? Because it's December. <laughs> <sighs> hey, you have to sell these tomorrow, Brandon. On the northern oh, hemisphere, it's man. December. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad radio tomorrow, Brandon. Uh, yeah. So that's why he has to sell them to me. Never mind. Just be here. What do you call a Christmas rom com about bread? What? what? Loaf actually. <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Okay, wait. Is life actually about Christmas? Love actually. Love actually. I mean, I'm sorry. Is love actually about Christmas? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Because uh, I was trying to find what the Christmas connection was. And since I'm a man, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's Christmas. Love you actually. probably wouldn't consider it a Christmas movie. Uh, you're very, you know, like that. Yes, I'm very like that. All right, these are from Jacob. Hot is faster than cold. We know this because you can catch a cold. My son has chosen astronomy as his major in college. I always knew he would just take up space in school. These are from Nick. Hey, Nick. Abstinence. From sex is not a 100% effective form of birth control. Just ask Jesus' mama. Right. How do you know when boy elves are going through puberty? How? Their bells drop. (laughs) From Josh. Hey, Josh. Bras are measured in cups. That's because boobs have milk in them. (laughs) Oh, that's why. It makes oh, total God. sense. Ugh, dumb bras. Yeah. Yeah. Burn them. Ugh. Woo! Yeah. Feminism. Yeah. So uncomfortable. First thing we do when we get home, take it off. Don't put it on in the first place. Uh, We're not telling yeah, you to. Oh, I barely don't anymore. Who well, cares? Well, not really thinking of you, but. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. Don't understand. If we all agree on this, why are you wearing bras? Men don't want you to wear bras. You're always bitching about your bras. Because we, you know, there are points in our life where we care how they look. Yes, it's those points right? in your life that we want to see. <laughs> There's two yeah. points. <laughs> I want milk right now. <laughs> oh, man. Funny, I wanted chicken. Huh. Odd. That's right. I had lasagna. Huh? Uh, the other one from Josh is, I went downstairs for breakfast. My wife said, oh, it's chilly this morning. I said, oh, I was hoping for bacon and eggs. Hmm. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, these are from Zach. Hey, Zach. We wanted to give our daughter a unique name, so I suggested tinnitus. But my wife objected. I thought it had a certain ring to it. Uh, Thank you, Brandon, for yeah. being educated. Demonstrating what tinnitus oh, oh, is. That's uh, that's at Rob, not you, Brandon. Not ever. Not ever. <laughs> <laughs> A guy needing directions, and this is this. You gotta you gotta suspend your disbelief here. All right, nobody needs directions anymore. We all have phones. We all have you know ways to find things. Just, just ways. Aha, I see what you did there. Thank yeah. you. Just, just don't kill the joke. All right. Why wouldn't you just answer his phone? Because there's no joke then, jerk. A guy needing directions walked into a convenience store and asked the blonde behind the counter, how far away is Springfield? And she looked at him and said, from where? Look at your phone. Thanks for killing the joke. <laughs> These are from Daniel. Daniel. A man hands his wife some ibuprofen and a glass of water before bed. The wife asks, what's this for? He says, it's for your headache. But I don't have a headache. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> I was getting an Uber one day, and the driver said, I love my job. I'm my own boss. Nobody tells me what to do. And I said, great. Now turn left here. <laughs> <laughs> no, why didn't you just have it in the phone? Durr, 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 durr. <laughs> These are from Trevor. It's December. So I busted out my mistletoe belt, and I walked into the bedroom wearing nothing else. My wife laughed and said, you wish. So I said, fine, if you don't like it, I'll move the mistletoe to the back. <laughs> That's a Grinch joke. It's just another form of that, you know. Mm -hmm. yes. What is it, well. suck it up, Whoville, you can kiss it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> In high school, I asked the hottest girl out, and she said no. Worst decision of her life. I'm way cooler than the dude she went with. And as it turns out, a much better driver. But hey, I still get her flowers every year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This year, give the gift that keeps on giving. No, not herpes. A year of Rad TV. Available at members.radradio.com. All right, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. It came in a, a little bit ago. It's from uh, Yvonne. Hey, Yvonne. And it kind of falls under that heading of uh, the, the show will stop everything when we've got somebody who, who is in, like, immediate, like, need or distress or, or needs advice kind of thing. Um, and and we've, we've talked about this exact, like, Catch-22 before, and it's... It's more common, and I just have a feeling it's not going anywhere, but it does give us a chance to kind of dive into the parent pile. It, 
it's it's the damned if you do, damned if you don't thing. Uh, and and schools have figured out this is the way they have to handle it. Which which the good news about that is it does put the onus or the impetus back on the parents to decide. But it still is an inconvenience for the parents, although. Children are an inconvenience for the parents because this is all coming out of nowhere. Brandon, you have a nine-year-old at home. I do. So let's view this through through that prism and see how you might react. And again, I think it was just a few months ago we had we had a story like this, and and in that case it was like a a, a regional issue. But this is how people are, are handling this in in local communities. Yvonne says, "I'm emailing you because I received an email and a text message this morning from my son's elementary school stating, quote." The district has been made aware of an unsubstantiated threat via social media. Out of an abundance of caution, there will be an additional presence of sheriff officers at the school. As always, if parents feel uncomfortable sending their child to school, they may call and excuse their student. End quote. Yvonne says, I don't know how I feel about this. Since there are no specifics, how should I go about this? Call the school to ask or just send the boy to school or shall I just keep him home? So you see the damned if you do, damned if you don't think. Any moron can make a threat on social media targeting any school, including a kid that doesn't want to go to school, including a, 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 an older kid who, who doesn't want to go to school, including a legitimate threat. So what does the school do? Well, the school doesn't want to not tell the parents because what if something happens and it comes out later the school had knowledge about this threat? So the school contacts law enforcement and law enforcement says, sure, we'll put more people there, uh, but that doesn't mean there won't still be an incident and we need to let the parents know. And then the parents are in the situation of, okay, well, is this legit or is this just some clown like what Rob just said doing something stupid, a, a prankster? Well, I don't, want to, I don't want my kid to be afraid of life, but I also don't want to send my kid into – harm's way but wait a minute we both have to work today so brandon what where would you start with this do you think if if your girlfriend texted you because you'd be at work mm -hmm. and said here's this message i just got uh what would what's your advice well i feel like this kind of thing has happened um oh. over the last year maybe once or twice no surprise similar fashion but most of the time when the the school reaches out to the parents they say we've already contacted law enforcement and this 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 doesn't sound like a viable uh issue or a credible threat so we're still taking these precautions as far as you know police presence and that sort of thing um if you're really that worried about it just keep your kid at home i i mean there's i don't see any problem with that but at the same time you don't want your kid to be living in fear because your kid's gonna ask why can't i go to school today especially if they look forward to going to school um, and at nine they still do right Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I honestly, I, I don't have enough firsthand experience with this to, to say definitively what I would do, but I would follow what my girlfriend would say, and, and it would just depend on the situation. I mean, that's, there, there's, you know, I, I get where Yvonne's coming from. It's an unsubstantiated threat via social media, meaning it's a threat that's in Maine. We cannot confirm its validity. But at the same time, we're putting a bunch of cops on the campus. So depending on, on the parents' mindset, they're like, well, wait a minute. It, you're putting Maybe we shouldn't even go to school. Yeah, I'm thinking it's towards the end of the year. And it's a, I'm guessing they're probably going on Christmas vacation around the same time we do. So the teachers are probably half-assing their job anyways and not teaching crap. They're probably putting in Christmas movies right now. I say just let the kids stay home. I, what I don't like is the lack of information. Uh, I, I, I need more. Right, like, because this could be a serious issue on both sides. You don't want to raise a kid who's afraid of everything, but you also don't want to send your kid in the line of fire. And so, like, to me, I don't know. It just seems so like, eh, we got this thing on social media, not that important. Come to school if you want. Here's the cops. Well, hold on a minute. We're talking about 
potentially my kid's life. What what is this threat on social media? Where, like, give me more. And they're not going Where, to. What, right, and that's yeah. the part that upsets. To me. Yvonne's question, they're that's, not going to tell you. Right, anything. and that would upset me as a parent. You're 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 giving me crumbs. You're really not giving me anything to go off of to make a very important decision either way. I, I that. that <laughs> I guess I would have to find a way to get over that focus of it if they're not going to give you any more. That's frustrating. Well, and there I, are I, reasons for it. The police don't want you interfering in the investigation by trying to track down where it came from while they're doing the same thing. And, and there's liability. There's All of the answers sure. are boring. And none yes. of them are going to rise to the level of your concern over your kid. Right. Um, and But, yes, there is that element of are we just going to run and hide every time somebody says, hey, I'm coming to get you sort of thing. Uh, it'd be, it'd be, and all of, so, so to her question, you know, call the school and ask, they're, they're, they're going to say, we've told you everything that, that, that you can, et cetera. By the way, I do, I do always love when people just assume they know what's going on. Uh, Michelle wrote in and said that the police already squashed it last night. Uh, and, and, and she tells me the city she's writing from, that's not where Yvonne's writing from. It's not even close. You're not even in the same state. Sadly, this happens so, like everywhere. This could be, yeah, and this could also be what the story was earlier in the year where you remember there were multiple states that were targeted. There were, if I remember correctly, it was like Florida, Michigan, and, and I forget what the third state was. A bunch of school districts had these threats on social media against them, and they did the same thing. This is, this is what started the national conversation was they said, Look, we've got these threats that are out there, and we don't know. And then everybody started, and it was just who know, I don't know if they ever even tracked down in that case who who the who the initiator was. And that's the other problem too. In this day and age, it's very easy to quickly create fake social media accounts, fake profiles, ghost email accounts, do this, and then disappear entirely. I, I, I just as if parenting wasn't hard enough already. You like add this kind of stuff in. I honestly, I don't. I don't even know what you do or decisions you make because you don't want it to end up being that situation. Because as Rob already said, the, the cops may be there, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. There are some people that are just so crazy. They're not going to be detoured by seeing cops. Some are going to be happy that the cops are there because they want it to end in their death. There was an and armed cop at, the, at Parkland. Yes. It's already exactly. there. But then you also don't want to, to me, there's three things, right? You don't want to do that. You also don't want to make your kid fearful. And then you also don't want to encourage other kids to do this because they see, oh, look at everyone not going to school. Look how much school we can miss. So, I, I oh, my God, this is why for me nowadays, the, the more and more stories I hear from friends, family, stuff you put on the show, I'm like, why isn't everyone homeschooling? <laughs> you know because mean? it's not practical. <laughs> no, I know. But and like, that's the big rub God, here is, is that when, when, when we oh. just callously are saying, well, just keep your kids at home. That's not a choice for a lot of parents. No, it is not. Because they have to go both go to work and they can't call in sick all the time or whatever. Phone yep. number is 888-989-9811. Hello there, Joe. Hey, good morning. Hey. Uh, as a school resource officer in the Sacramento area, we definitely get a lot of these types of calls. And it's so hard to just have deal with that and with no information. And there's not a lot of information to give the schools or the parents. Yeah, no, that would be frustrating. So there's the, sure. as, from, as, as your, from your standpoint, there's nothing else that can be done other than put the information out and let the parents decide. It, it's just like you said. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. We want to give as much information as we can, but we're still finding out facts of the matter. And a lot of that is unsubstantiated. There's so many high schools, schools that have the same name throughout the country that I've personally dealt with some that they, it is the same school within our district. There is the concern only to find out it's 
seven states away is where it originated from. And have you have you heard of this particular one today? Is it part of a coordinated going out to a lot of schools thing, or is this a one-off from somebody in our area? Do you know? So that I don't have the answer to. Um, currently, I'm driving to a, a different event in the downtown area for our kids, but um, I, it hasn't reached our area as far as like the school district I particularly work in. So it looks like, thank you so much for that information, Joe. It looks like from the emails that we're getting and some people are sending in screenshots, there's at least a school in, because now I've gotten multiple emails from multiple people, in Carson City that, that believes this was targeted to them. And there's a school in the Sacramento area that also... Uh, have, has the same concern oh. this morning. I, I guess what well, obviously you have to make a decision, right? <laughs> they have to decide. I, I, I guess what it might come down to is when it's this, right? Where it's they don't have any reason to believe there is one, but they have to let you know, and the sheriffs are going to be there. To me, that sounds like any day of the week. Any day of the week you send your kids to school, something could happen, right? And you still send them to school, right? Um, and, and then there's the okay, we know for sure, and that's when, obviously, they just shut the school down. I mean, it, it, it just sounds like the risk you run every day sending your kid to school, sadly, because it is it is a thing now. It used to be a, a far-off incident that was just not going to happen, a once-in-a-lifetime, oh, don't get all upset. No, I mean, I, I've talked to parents, family members that are like, it's, it's something in the back of your mind always because it can happen at any time, anywhere. And that is the thing. You don't want to try to get into the heads of, of psychos, but most of them are not going to telegraph what they're they're going to do. They're going to just show up. They're going to snap or they're just going to show up and, and have it be premeditated. So one of the messages that was found on social media, uh, it's a little hard to read, but I'll do my best, said, watch out, bitches. The school going to get shot by me and four others on 12-12-23. And who's getting in me? Sorry, it's a little blurry here. I didn't shoot that up today. I was giving you all a little extra time to say goodbye. So see you guys in the afterlife. So it goes, and I don't know if it's targeted. It doesn't, if it targets a specific school or it's just one that's been found out there. It's just, it's all God. sick. Yes. Uh, Peter says, if schools can't cancel school for any threat, and something does happen, then the school gets sued. So they are afraid of the lawyers, and they close the school and close the school. Well, but see, what they're doing is they're trying. That's why they're that same problem here. It's an unsubstantiated threat. It isn't somebody that that they have been able to track to that to be like the the school resource officer that we we're just talking to. If, if it's all on social media or online, they could be in New Mexico. They could be in in Georgia for whatever reason. They know somebody in the area. They're getting their rocks off. They don't know anybody at all. So it's unsubstantiated. They can't just close down the school all the time. There's all sorts of liability to that, too, depending on when they close it down. Because are kids, are, are kids all safe? Do they have somewhere to stay, et cetera, where they already headed to school? Yes, there is a money thing issue as well. Kids need to be in school uh, also. And they also don't want to, as Dawn was alluding to earlier, make it so easy for a school to shut down. Oh, well, we don't know if this is legit, so we're going to shut down. That's why they try to split the baby in half. They try to notify the parents. Look, it's unsubstantiated. We have no reason to believe it is or isn't legitimate. We're going to have cops on hand. You decide. And, and you do. The, and that's the best that they can do in this horrible situation. Well, it, God, I feel like this happens somewhere locally where it's like 
they were already at school. And then the fear was, well, if we start, oh, the parents member, they weren't allowed to quite come yet to get the kids. They wanted to get the kids. But it's like if you start letting all the kids loose outside, maybe that's when someone's going to start firing their gun off. Right. So we're keeping them inside. But the parents were trying. They were being told. I, I, this happens sometime this year. Uh, it was some story I think you even maybe touched on. But I know, sadly, this happens mm-hmm. too much, and they might all blur together. Hello there, Robert. Hi, um, I just want to, it's, it's just, it's just very worrisome because my son just started um, preschool in one of the districts here in the Sacramento area. And since the beginning of school year, the end of August, there's been multiple bomb threats at a library near the high school in the district. And they've had to shut everything down, shelter in place and everything multiple. I could count five, maybe even more times. And it's just scary because it's like my son it's like what's what's the cops show up and it's it turns out to be false and it just sucks because it's like we don't know what's going to happen whether it's true or not and it's just it's just very worrisome especially for all the parents and it's like you can't take time off to watch your kid or if you don't have the time and it's just it just sucks because then you end up taking a pay cut because you want to stay home, but you don't have the time to stay home. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Right. And and yeah. not that it's ever oh, great. Gosh. Terrible time of the year to take a pay cut. Um, so, right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we've gotten multiple emails uh, from uh, uh, people like Nick who said, just wanted to say we had the same threat in Douglas County as well, not just Carson City. So they've got multiples in northern Nevada. We've had, got at least one in the Sacramento, uh, California area. Hello there, Andrew. Uh, good morning. Actually, I was just on a say the same thing that Nick emailed you about. Yeah, my kids go to uh, Douglas County, and they yeah, received it while we were on our way to school this morning. What would you do? Uh, kids go to school. Um, this has happened too many times this year. Um, all three of my kids have cell phones. I told them just to be extra aware of their surroundings today. And if anything out of the normal, just uh, just let somebody know. And and th- thank you very much. Obviously, again, you support the parents and whatever they decide. But this brings up another possibility, right? The more this happens... The more the more the more the threats show up and nothing happens, then the one people parents get more like, well, I mean, come on, this is the ninth one of these yeah. this year. We'll send them to and then it happens. And God damn it. Do you know I I, I miss good old fashioned earthquake drills. <laughs> that that was like that was like the biggest <sighs> worry. Is that, oh, an earthquake could happen when you kids are at school, so they'll do the drill for you. Uh, Jeff wrote in and said, our local high school and middle schools here in Oregon were evacuated yesterday due to a bomb threat, and word was that multiple schools around the state were as well. Joanna says, I decided to keep my daughter from school today. I went with a gut feeling. My daughter goes to school here in Carson City. We have gotten threats every few months. However, this one just gave me more of an uneasy feeling, so I kept her home. Lisa says that happened in Reno a couple years ago. There was a threat that the school was going to get shot up with AKs. They said they had people on the inside who were going to just shoot kids as they come out of bathrooms and classrooms. Jesus. It was scary, so we kept my kids home. We didn't find out until later that it was a national thing and not true. Uh, Name Withheld Woman says last year at this time of year, the same threat came out almost verbatim. Personally, I sent my son to school today, spoke with him in depth. Unfortunately, we just got back from a week-long sickness, and we couldn't miss any more school. Also, I need to teach him to not live in fear. I didn't. I did tell him though to keep his phone in his pocket today and not in his backpack. And no matter what, he needs to be safe. Ah, oh, man, it, you're amazing. Honestly, I, I I would not be cut out for this at all. Like you are amazing. <laughs> Honestly, I think I would be a stress case the whole time. Yeah, you know what? Thinking uh, back on it now, I I really think you should have the kids stay home if you are a parent really thinking about it. I mean, I remember in eighth grade. 
I was in the Citrus Heights, Sacramento area, and there what we had a we had a, a person come on campus with a firearm, and I remember kind of kind of losing it and sitting. They had to sit under our desk at the time. Like, what the hell is that going to do? <laughs> and I remember just kind of freaking out and wanting to leave the whole time. And the rest of the day was uneasy. Everybody was kind of shaken up. It wasn't a huge threat. Ended up being a pellet gun of some sort, and the guy got arrested. But you know, it's still. When you're in that situation, you're really scared. Well, you would, and you don't know in the moment that no. it's just a pellet gun. And, and but the difference is, that, and again, there is no right answer. I'm not suggesting that there is because, in that case, somebody showed up with a weapon. Mm-hmm. Had to be determined what it was. In this case, it's some un, unknown, random, out there on social media threat. You can't ignore it. Yeah. But it's vastly different than oh God, somebody's here with a weapon. Yes. And and how 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 far do we keep lowering the threshold of? Yeah, you're not going to school today. You're not going to school today. And and again, it's not but, but, it's not a legitimate choice for a lot of parents. It's an awful decision. Because okay, that right there, right? I mean, yes, you you the the dude who called. You you have to go to work or they're not going to give you time off or you'll lose pay. There's there's that. And then there's just all of it sucks. It just really does because you you don't want to give in to people that are doing this. You don't want your kids afraid to leave the house cuz this could extend to them not not just not wanting to go to school, but not wanting to leave the house. Right. Not wanting to go meet a friend somewhere. Not wanting to go to the park, right? It could lead to so much of it. But then you have over here the big, huge one. You can't get your kid back. This isn't like kid a kid missing their homework. They can make that up, right? Their kid's missing a trip with a friend. They can make something up in the future. So th- this well, is impossible. And And to add to that, Brandon pointed out, they're going to ask. They're going to want to know why aren't they going to school. Yep. And even if you lie to them, they're going to find out. And and then that's going to be in their head. And and what about if you do send them to school? You know some kid is going to say, did you hear there was a threat against the school? Well, depending on your kid and how they handle these things, how are they going to react to that? Ava uh, wrote in and said back in 2019, someone wrote a shooting threat in the boys' bathroom all because they didn't want to go to school because of bullying. One of my classmates oh, got yeah. taken into custody because of a surveillance photo taken, and it was just a kid with one of those big bathroom passes. What? That kind of fell apart there. I don't know what that. Well, means. you need a bathroom pass to go to the bathroom during class, mm-hmm. so yeah. they were able to pinpoint who wrote on the wall. Oh, they wrote it on the wall. Yeah. Okay. And they had already had a pass to go to the bathroom, so they got knew it. who was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Franny says I'm in Gardnerville, Nevada, Douglas County, and both Douglas County and Carson City School District had shooting threats. Both my granddaughters stayed home from school. This is some serious crap. I, I applaud whatever decision you want to make, but I would push back and go, how do you know? I mean, what is serious? It, it, if it's real, it's serious. If it's some jerk blank in Florida who's just getting his rocks off, it ain't serious. Yeah. I don't know what we do about it. Maria says, I was in high school when someone put in a bomb threat. The school called before school started, and my dad didn't tell me. As I got ready, my friend texted me about it, and I went to my dad, and I told him, I'm not going. He wasn't going to tell me, and he was just going to send me in. I was told barely anyone showed up that day. So dad was just going to say what she doesn't know. Right. Can't worry her. I don't want to. But, then, but that is, see, that's, that's, that, uh, that's that example that I was talking about. Even if you try to lie to them or shield them, they're going to find out with technology today, access to other people, yes. other friends. Got they it. might find out depending on what access you give them to social media. Or if you just say, like, like if, if she would have, let's say she makes it all the way to school, Maria does, her dad never tells her. Somebody at school is going to know. Yes. Somebody that did show up goes, oh, wow, your dad made you come too? And then pretty soon is Maria in fear of going, oh, my God. And, and depending on the age. Does it suddenly make the kid think, Does my, do my parents not love me? See, this is, I, this is awful. No, it is. I'm not laughing at this. My, I'm laughing at, like, just in general. 
how hard it must be to lie to your kids now. Where it was so easy for us, no. right? There was no information out there. We we had no way of finding anything. Mom and dad were Google, you know? Yeah. No, it's it's a, it's an entirely yeah. different process. Jesus. Uh, this is from one of our 85 Heidi's. Hi, Heidi. Says, my uh, daughter also attends Douglas County, Nevada. We had the school threat this morning. This year they offered a class called History of Human Conflict. In this class, the very first lesson was how to survive a school shooting. They learned about backpacks, what hallways not to run in, what happens if the shooter makes it into your classroom, who's going to be the brave set of students to try to stop them. They even talked about how sad it would be to hear a shooter in another classroom, but at least you would know that you were safe if you stayed quiet. This is the world we live in, and it is heartbreaking. Remember after, um, God, it's so sad, there's so many of them. Uh, the big one in Rhode Island, um, we had a bunch of stories where they they—, they that was like the tipping point where people started to really step up and they we were all trying to come up with what do you do when you don't have the threat but you have the the shooting that starts and you had a, there was a classroom that had buckets of rocks and they were going to teach yes. the kids to just throw rocks uh, at, at at the shooter oh. and 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 yes this is all you know this is this is their earthquake drill Brandon does your 9 year old go through any of these school shooting drills that you know of not that i'm aware of cuz that is so young to have to be thinking about that well one of our good friends i won't say where she is a principal at an elementary school and this has been for numerous years now it, it's it did start in elementary school oh wow there's anyway and uh it, it, it it's I've known her a very long time, so it's just, and, and we'll just talk about different things that maybe are going on with the school and different things that have changed, and and when this first started being talked about, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, that is now something that they think about, they plan out, they talk about. I'm just like, good Lord. Uh, Mackenzie says, I used to get weird looks when I would say I wanted to homeschool my future children. Now no one looks at me weird, and instead they get inquisitive. My heart hurts for the parents who don't have that option and worry for their kids at what should be a safe place. Then oh, we go back to the ethereal thing, too, though, of, okay, we all like to feel like we're safe in our homes. Yes. Uh, and we're probably safer in our homes than in public places. But that there is still an element of the, the, the world is a dangerous place, and, and all of us, including kids, have to learn how to navigate it at times. I just found out that our nine-year-old does go through these oh. active shooter drills once every other month, and it absolutely stresses her out. Oh, God. Do, do you, I, obviously, you're texting uh, with your girl, uh, your girlfriend. Um, do, do you know at all what their form of active – like this, this email we got – they're 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 being taught how to hide in a, and be quiet in a room, hoping that the shooter won't come into the. I mean, this is ridiculous. So I, I I vaguely remember them talking about it in the past, and I think that they do more of like a lockdown drill, okay, where they get under the desks, close everything up, and try to stay away from windows. I I I, I just don't honestly. I don't know how you parents do it now. I that. Oh, my God, that is heartbreaking. Andrea wrote in and said, I remember there being a shooting threat at my high school, and I didn't want to go. I begged my dad to not go, and he told me, too bad, go to school. I remember there being three or four kids in each of my classes. As a parent, now I would keep my kids home. I might even call out of work and just play hooky to hang with them. Uh, Cody says there's a trend going around now that's called swatting. Oh, well, this has been around for a decade. You call law enforcement and say someone has a gun and they sent uh, to the house with guns drawn. People have been killed from this. Yeah, totally different. Not, I mean, thank you. That's a totally different. That's an adult world problem. Um, and, and, and that's been around for more than a decade. And, and yes, that is that has been the result because the cops are showing up. They don't know what's going on. The information they have 
is there was a person inside with a gun, so they're going to be on super high alert. But that is a totally separate form of the idiocy of our society today. I, I'm telling you, th this is where I start going crazy town. That if I was in charge of how to make schools safe, and I, I, I don't, and money was no object, um, former special forces would be hired to surround that school. I mean, it would be like the castles that have the big walls that they would literally have to scale to even get in this school. And then special forces surrounding the whole thing. Is this on a daily like, basis? On a daily oh. basis. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. I would implement that immediately in America. And 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 then when your kids went with you to the grocery store where everybody just walks in freely and I, they immediately ask, why is there no uh, military presence? Well, that's up to the parents to do all that. I'm talking about I'm in charge of school safety. And and okay. we can all thank God Dawn has nothing to do with school safety. Let's play Treble Trouble right now for a free 30-day membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. Mm. And get you qualified for one of the two grand prize drawings this Friday. You choose to either be eligible for the party of up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island and Sparks worth up to $2,000. Or the second row courtside seats for the February 7th game where the Sacramento Kings host the Detroit Pistons. For Treble Trouble, you get a three-second song clip. You have to give us the title of the song, and you win. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song title. <laughs> droplets everywhere, and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Why not spend your Christmas vacation and hours getting caught up on everything you've missed on Rad TV? Get access now at members.radradio.com. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. Now, I know because of her email uh, address and the name coming up, her name is Terry, T-E-R-I. But this must be a nickname of some kind because she signed it Terry Dactyl. And she wants to make sure that we say it's from Terry Dactyl. Says, I want to give the biggest shout out to my son, Orion, who just turned 12. He is the craziest kid with the biggest heart. My little weirdo doesn't care what anyone thinks about him. And I love encouraging him to continue to let his freak flag fly. He and I listen to you guys every morning. And I love knowing he's getting amazing life advice from you people. You people. Who I truly love and respect. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. Uh, responding to the uh, the email uh, that comes out from the school. Says, oh, we got this uh, thread on social media. but It's not substantiated. Uh, we're going to have more cops. Send your kids. Don't. And all of the <laughs> horribleness that goes along uh, with the, the decision. We started talking about shooter drills. Now, Kyle, did you ever do shooter drills in school? Uh, so in college, we had to do it because <laughs> they became way more rampant. And uh, it was basically the same thing what Don was describing with the principal's um, um, uh drill they do they it's basically locked down they have a specific door lock they put at the bottom of the door they turn the lights off and make everybody huddle under their desk or in a corner of some sort and you graduated in 08 i graduated 09 09 okay yeah. so my wife graduated the same year and she texted me and said we've been doing this my entire school career so it's different parts Dear of the country kind of thing God. uh andrea says this was in the early 2000s our shooter drills so this is early 2000s there's another one she's doing them 20 years ago Consisted of closing the blinds, shutting the lights off, locking the door, and the whole class went into one corner of the class away from the door and the window and would crouch down. I wonder if they are more extensive now. Yeah, so when I was in high school, I remember we had a few bomb threats. It wasn't really necessarily the shooter incident. It was mm. more bomb threats at the time. Uh, and so Jenna wrote in to, uh, to the, uh, uh, Andrea's question. Was it Andrea? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, are they more extensive now? Jenna says, my six-year-old had her first active shooter drill this year. Ugh. Six. She said they all bunched up in a corner away from windows, and her teacher stacks the desks in front of the door. I had to fight back tears when she said we hide in the corner and stay quiet, but mom, I think they would find my class really fast because the other kids were making too much noise. The fact that my first grader even has to consider that is just heart-wrenching. Okay, this is going to make everyone super, super sad that my husband and I um, weren't able to have kids, and not because we weren't able to have kids, but because if this is how soon it started, I would have left this career to stay home with the kids. I am and homeschooled them. Are, are you kidding me? Why, why are I, people sad? I don't understand what... Because I wouldn't be what? here. Right, but... No, right. they're happy. Why, they're why? happy. I mean, they're happy. Trouble, 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 We've got a, a pair of, uh, no, we've got a, a 30 day membership to Rad TV, but then you're qualified for the grand prize drawings, either a pair of courts, uh, courtside seats for the February 7th game, Kings and Pistons, or the party for up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island and Sparks worth up to $2,000. And uh, Eric wrote in, says, I've gotten through so many times for these games, but I can't seem to be caller 18, 19, or 20. Oh. I was the 12th caller this time. Ah! <laughs> right, that's how that's pronounced. A and a bunch of H H's. That's ah! Yeah. Okay. Or ah. Oh. oh, you're right. It could be ah. But I don't think he's relieved. Hoping I can get through because I so badly want to surprise a big Kings fan in my life that oh. can't really afford to go to games, let alone in the second row. Like the beam? Oh, God. Kevin. Beam. Apparently, they'll be happy. It'll be better than the game. Your caller, 18. Kevin, you will guess first. <laughs> Good morning, anybody. Good Jason, your caller, 19. What's happening, Rad? What's, What's happening? happening? And Bearson, your caller, 20. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. We are looking for a holiday song, using that term loosely, from 1979. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. What is the name, the title of that song that both Dawn and I don't need in our lives anymore? You can say there's no such thing as Santa. Kevin. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Yeah! Oh, yes! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, man! Oh. Oh. We won! Man! Oh, my gosh! You win! Grandma got that's just for you guys. Mm -hmm. Walking home from our house, Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandma, we believe. I mean, I know I know for a fact, because I can see how long that clip ran, and it's the same amount of time, but it felt three times as long as our usual clips. <laughs> Run. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> it, was, it was wonderful. Uh, we have uh, three more chances uh, for uh, you to win. We'll do it all again tomorrow morning, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. What's in Santa's sack? Hopefully something from the stupid store. 
Buy all your rad swag at radradio.com. Now we got this email from Alicia. Hi, Alicia. She says, my husband doesn't listen because he's a butt. <laughs> so I'm writing in for myself. I know I've aged out according to you, Rob, but to everyone else, they don't believe I'm now 40 as of today, and I can barely believe it. I just got used to my 30s. On Monday, I go in for a hysterectomy, which is much needed after my youngest crotch goblin messed me up almost nine years ago. Oh, man. Best thing you'll ever do, hon. Yeah, better than giving birth to those kids. <laughs> no. So, you said the best. I did, but you so, know it's rhetorical. So, my three kids... Not rhetorical. <laughs> you know what I mean. Not what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So, my three kids and husband <laughs> will be taking care of mom for a change during Christmas break while I recover. I've listened to you all since moving here in 2017. Wherever here is. Thank you so much. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday. Oh, I'll punch you in the face. Uh, a couple more uh, follow-up emails from uh, some parents about what it's like to uh, parent your, your kids in the... In the, the the, uh, the age of school shootings. Amanda says our daughter just started kindergarten, and it's crazy to me the things they have to talk about. There our school teaches something to the kids called run, hide, fight. Run. If you can't run, hide. If you can't hide, fight. That's in kindergarten. Kalina says, I learned when this school year started that during class time, all class doors are locked. When a kid has to go to the bathroom, when they get back, they have to knock on the door and wait for someone to open it. This infuriated me because those kids in the halls waiting for their class door to be open would be the first one shot. How on earth was this made a policy, and why did they think this was okay? Because there's no good answer. No, there is. I, I understand the frustration. I do. I, I to the best of my ability. I understand the frustration. You tell me what the right solution is. Sit down and, and and talk it through with somebody who knows security procedures and protocols. There isn't a foolproof answer. That's what sucks about this conversation, which is why we've had enough of it. And we'll end with Evan, who says, My wife is exactly like Dawn on this front, and luckily only on this front. She couldn't stand the stress of all the shooting and everything else about sending the kids off to be helpless, but she also can't take the mental stress of homeschooling. So... She got a job at their school, intentionally, in a different Ooh. class to not be too crazy of a parent. I like that. But wants to be close in case she has to mama bear out on some asses. Smart. Okay. Very yep. smart. Still not a solution. Here's Dr. Whatever. Rob, I like it. The doctor of love. Jesus Christ. Dr. Here's uh, the uh, Dr. Rob segment works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own, our phone number is 888-989-9811. You can always write to the doctor. R-A-D at radradio.com. Remembering I'm not really a doctor, and you should suck it. Uh, this is from a name withheld dude. Hey, dude. It says, uh, Dear Dr. Rob, it has been over a year since I have been divorced, and I am now starting to date again. This time, I'm trying to avoid the mistakes I made with my ex-wife. My ex was a beautiful woman, but honestly, that's about as far as her good qualities went. I'm looking for something deeper now, with more substance. I've dated a few women, and although I have found some common interests, there has not been a lot of attraction on my end. I don't want to be superficial, so I'm trying very hard not to let that bother me too much. Before I even started dating, I told myself that I've done hot and boring, and this time I would focus first on personality and common interests. I just started talking to a new woman, and we have been really hitting it off. We have a lot in common. We both enjoy many of the same hobbies and interests. We have very similar morals, values, and beliefs. And I really enjoy talking to her. But there is still no physical attraction. No. Am I just being superficial? Am I emphasizing the physical attraction part of a relationship too much? I've always believed that, although not the most important thing, being physically attracted to the person you're with is important in a relationship. Will that develop over time as I get to know this person better? In other words, will I become more attracted to her as I grow to like her more as a person? She's not unattractive, but she's not my usual type. I'm in my early 40s. 
I've been out of the dating world far too long. I don't want to lead anybody on by continuing to date them if I am not attracted to them. But I don't want to ruin a potentially good thing for superficial reasons. How can I get past this or should I just move on? First things first, dude, I want you to check in with yourself and try to try to be honest with what you really want out of a out of a partner and out of a relationship. Because we've done a great job in this society of really demeaning people who put an importance on physical attraction. And you keep using that word, superficial, superficial. That's not the super that's not the definition of superficial. It's the definition of something called looks focused or physically oriented. It's an actual name for it in the psychological and sociological world. If physical attraction is one of the most important things to you in seeking a mate, you might be described as looks focused or physically oriented. These terms indicate that physical appearance is a, a, a primary factor in your attraction to others. The term simply highlights that physical attraction plays a significant role in your criteria for a partner. Sounds to me like you're one of them and you don't want to admit it. You want to, you want to, it's going to be all about personality and common interest. You can have all of it. You can have a physical attraction, a personality that, that, that is attracted to you and common interests that, that, that you're attracted to. It's going to take time. It's going to take knowing what you truly and genuinely want. You're living in a rom-com movie set here where, oh, I'll just start to be physically attracted to her the more we hang out and talk about all of these things. Humans almost invariably, both men and women, first thing that attracts them to a mate, whether it's heterosexual, homosexual, any form, is physical attraction of some kind. And then it, the, the, it, can, it can grow and become deeper. And you've, you've made this pact with yourself that you've done hot and boring. This time you're going to focus first on personality and common interests. And it seems to me like what you're doing is lying to yourself because you said later, you've always believed that physical attraction is important. Being physically attracted to the person you're with is important in a relationship. Then you know that it is. It's one of your top whatevers, top three, top fives. So until you're honest with yourself, I think you should stop dating people that are that that you don't have an attraction to because yes, you are leading them on, and that's a lot worse than being superficial. So b bear with me. Um, I am more focused on the your words and the way you're describing things. Like you say, you want something deeper, yet you sound a little childish to me. And 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 what I mean by that is you've basically excluded anyone and everyone who's good looking because your experience is they're not deep. <laughs> uh, like, oh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, it, it, I've done hot. I've done that. I guess I gotta. And maybe you're not. I'm sorry. I can only go off this email. So, just listen. It, I know people. It, Yes, there there needs to be some kind of attraction, and and it doesn't even have to be sexual, right? It doesn't mean okay. I, I, you feel that if you are sexually attracted to someone, then they're probably not going to be deep, and it's not going to go anywhere. You, you need to just take that out of it. Just being attracted to someone, just whatever it is physically that you're attracted to. Does it get better over time? I think it is. I was very attracted to my husband, Gary. Um, when I met him, I was attracted to him. I thought he was, you know, good-looking guy. 
when he asked me out, I, I thought he was a good looking guy. I, he's way better looking now. As the years have gone on, he's become better looking than what I already thought. But see, there was the initial thing. Mm-hmm. That's that, the difference. There was an initial thing, and 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 it and I don't think it's only superficial if someone's like, oh yeah, I'm only with them because they're hot. Okay, that's superficial and stupid. Like they're to me, there's nothing else in the relationship. You complain all the time that you're unhappy, but oh, they're hot. That that's superficial. That is the definition yeah. of being superficial. Yeah. Listen, it's okay to to like, whoa, okay, you know what? Her hair, I don't know, whatever it is. And that keeps you interested. And then you're going to get to know them and you're going to see if they have anything else deep that will keep you there long term. And, uh, you're yeah. doing it backwards. You're, you're like forcing the – is the way, the way I'm hearing what you're describing. You're forcing these conversations based on, oh, oh, she, she enjoys the same hobbies as me. The same interests as me. The same morals. And I don't know what, how this, this one that you're describing. How did this conversation start? Because why did it start if you had no attraction to her? So I'm wondering, did you work together? And you started to think, oh, wow. You know, she's kind of interested. Thinking that suddenly you're going to feel a little movement down there. That's not how it works. That's the backwards part of it. And that's the part. See, because what you're writing about is you, you, you don't want to continue to date somebody if you're not attracted to them. If there's no attraction... Stop striking up these conversations that seem like you're pursuing asking them out on a date in the first place because you're leading them on. Because you you have to acknowledge one of, unless we are completely misreading your, your email, one of the things that matters to you is physical attraction, whatever you define that as. Stop selling yourself short. And, and Dawn's got a very interesting take on this. And, and, and as a dude, usually men and women don't get the same perceptions out of things. As a dude, it seems spot on to me. Oh yeah, I did hot and boring. So now, now I'm gonna do what? What is he? Now I'm gonna if personality and common interest. Why can't it be hot with personality and common interest? Wait, what? What is this thing that 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 because you had this horrible wife, that that all hot women don't don't have the ability to have these other qualities? So he should probably be going out doing those things that he likes to do, his hobbies, the things that he has common interest with this girl that he's not attracted to, and see if he can find an attractive girl in that circle. As long as she knows the one he's taking that they're just friends. He's got to be honest with her about yeah. that. So he's because he cares about not being a jerk. You know, it's like, hey, you know what? Things I don't know where he's at with this relationship or where she thinks she's at. I don't know if he can pull back into the friend zone or whatever. But even if he can't with her, you're absolutely right, Kyle. If if, if personality and common interests are important to him, well, go do those things, and hopefully meet an attractive again attractive to you woman there. I feel like I'm so sorry, sir. I'm really not trying to talk to you like you're a child. I feel <laughs> like we're retraining him on what dating is. Maybe we are. So it's okay because he's listen, in his 40s, hasn't dated in listen, a long time. Okay, I okay. It sounds to me that you used to be superficial. You were just choosing hot. That's it. And you were just staying with them because they were hot. That was superficial, hundred percent. Okay. Well, now you've decided. No, oh, I want something deeper. That doesn't mean that you have to. Go and be with women you're not attracted to. That means now I need to get beyond whatever it is I'm attracted to. I, I, I need to get beyond that. Great. She's pretty. Whoop-dee-doodly-doo. What else does she have there? It, it's okay to look at a woman and go, whoa, okay, I think she's pretty. Now I'm going to ask her out. And then see if you have the common interest. You And I get it. Like, I, I've, I've met... Oh my gosh. I've met younger girls that have like been out in the dating world forever and they're like, what am I doing wrong? Do I just need to go completely the opposite of what I usually like? And sometimes that works, but there still is some kind of connection. Right? So it it's okay. 
All right? You're, that that That's a normal way that just about every, unless you're in an arranged marriage, right? <laughs> that is the way that every human works, and it doesn't mean that they're superficial. It means like, whoa, this person's looks have caught my eyes. Ooh, now let me see what's under the hood. Is there anything interesting here that I could do long-term with? Yeah, and I'm thinking that here's a good phrase that might help you out. It's... um. If you find a partner, don't tell yourself, oh, I want her to be my girlfriend. Say, oh, I want to be her boyfriend. See if that does anything for you. Wait, what? Do you so you know how you, how you go, oh, I want that person to be my, my, my boyfriend or girlfriend. Okay. But if you think about it of like you serving them, being like, oh, I want to oh. be their boyfriend. The I want to be the their work. girlfriend. Correct. Like put okay. having you put more effort into it, okay. essentially. Yeah, and in an ideal situation, they're doing the same thing, and that's how you find out you've, you've matched up, yeah. is that you're each doing it for the other person. Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. He only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. We, we had to talk that one through, Kyle, because it kind of took Dawn and I a minute, and since the letter writer is a child, according no, to Dawn, no, there's no, no way no, he would have understood it. No. I, I was a little nervous explaining no, it. No, you got it. You got it. No, uh, oh you can uh, write to the doctor anytime, <laughs> boo-boo-baba, R-A-D, at radradio.com. We're going to play our one-week-only game, it's looking like. Name that comedian. Uh, we have a pair of tickets for you to see Daniel Tosh this Saturday night at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno will play a stand-up comedy clip. You give us the name of the comedian and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the comedian, yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. 888-989-9811 for Name That Comedian. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. And now back to Rad Radio. Our gift to you is showing up when we feel like it. Happy holidays. We got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com from Cherie. Hey, Cherie. So we did the Dr. Rob letter from the guy who's in his early 40s. He's dating for the first time in a long time after a divorce. Uh, and Kyle tried to come up with this sweet little thing of, of uh, uh, okay, when, when you meet a girl, maybe you don't look at it like, I want her to be my girlfriend. You look at it like, I want to be her boyfriend. And, and we had to get him to explain a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and he said, you know, like, you're, you're, do, you're working towards making her want you to be her boyfriend. And she's doing the same thing, reverse, et cetera. And, and, and Cherie just wrote in and said, I love you, Kyle. You're so sweet. Oh, thanks, Jerry. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I have a good side once in a while. Um, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Coming up uh, after we uh, play uh, Name That Comedian, uh, you'll get uh, during the commercial break the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? My dog Walter's in the house. Yeah. And he'll, do, he'll, do, he'll tell some uh, sit-down jokes. Oh, 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 is this because he's too lazy to stand up? <laughs> right, right, right. Are we just not even trying to rouse oh, Walter these man. days anymore? Uh, you know. <laughs> He's on vacation, too. Uh, speaking of uh, of a Rad TV, uh, in about 25 minutes when we wrap up, it's Tech to You Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Ian from Tech to You will be on hand to answer your questions. Uh, you can email rad at radradio.com. He's also going to talk about this uh, story uh, in Nerdland about uh, Beeper, a company that allowed users to send iMessages with Android phones that went live last Tuesday. First of all, he'll explain why that's a thing and why Apple killed it on Friday and all of the drama that's gone down since then. <laughs> 
You've heard a lot of talk about chat GPT in the uh, AI world that we all have access to and even more access if you're willing to pay for it. Now Google is releasing their competitor to it called Gemini. We'll go over that. Super. Huge. Actually, it is quite super for people like Ian and me that use <laughs> chat GPT and, and, and find all the positive ways. I'm just to, saying, to, now to we got it. dueling AIs. Yes, and you're pretty soon you're going to have a dozen dueling yeah, AIs. Yes. Yes, super. It's the world that you live in. Take over. Okay, or not. You know, There's uh, nothing you can do about it. I'll no, tell you that you much. You know what? There isn't. Right, so why don't you, you know, not even bother to worry about it? I don't until you talk about it. Uh, then you're worrying about it because I'm bringing For it up. a split second. Well, somebody Moving brings up along. something I can't control. I go, oh, whatever. Can't do anything about it. It's like turbulence. Oh, whatever. Can't do anything about it. Oh, God. You wouldn't turbulence. A lot of uh, gift card scams oh. this year, specifically those of you buying them, you might find out after the fact, and you're going to think maybe the person's trying to scam you. So you buy a gift card for that relative that you don't care enough to actually get a personalized gift for. Oh. It'll just shut them up. $50 gift card. And then they're going to email, text you because nobody calls anyone. God forbid personal confrontation of any kind that says, hey, you know that gift card you got me? There's nothing on it. And you're going to think they're lying. No, there is nothing on it because you got scanned, bitch. And the money's long gone. All of this goes back to uh, the Sacramento man who was arrested with 5,000 stolen gift cards. And Ian will go over what that scam is. And, and, and how you can prevent it. And China is ramping up cyber attacks. Oh, that's lovely. Now, that's at least worth, you know, a super or whatever, although you can't do anything about that either. Nope, so I don't sure know why you're can. worrying about that either. But uh. Ian will talk about all of it and more on Tech to You Tuesday at the top of the hour on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We're going to play Name That Comedian using our generic theme song. This song was made for some time filler today. For me, a recurring segment of a pair of tickets for you to see Daniel Tosh this Saturday night at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Jake, your caller 18. What's up, radio friends? Hello. Uh, <laughs> if you know the stand-up comedian in the clip we're about to play, you win. If not, we'll go to Andrew. Good morning, Rad. And George, your caller 20. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. How's uh, the man in the yellow hat? Name this uh, comedian. Where is it? There it is. I recently lost a friend uh, on Facebook. <laughs> We need the name of that comedian. I recently lost a friend uh, on Facebook. Jake, who is that? That's Daniel Tosh. Well, you obviously don't deserve to go to the show because oh, you don't even no. know what Daniel Tosh's voice sounds like. Oh, no. Andrew. Don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, you don't need to apologize to us. That's but thank sweet. You. George, how about you? Joe Rogan. Hmm? <laughs> what? Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't understand him. For all I knew, he was saying the correct answer because I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Oh, Cy Amundsen. Okay, who the hell is this guy? He's guy. He's had a few little specials. Okay. I ran across him on um, another comedian's uh, p- playlist on Pandora, mm-hmm. and uh, I I love his albums and they are hilarious. So, so is, is he a, is he a you'd know him if you heard him kind of guy? I think uh, so. Uh, yeah, he's 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 kind of up and coming. Cy Omenson is the. Comedian. I recently lost a friend uh, on Facebook, <laughs> and also in real life, uh, I lost him because of this social media interaction. Uh, my friend posted the following: Happy birthday to the most amazing, unique funny and creative six-year-old son a man could ever ask for daddy loves you so much happy birthday timmy so i went on and commented on that hey man why didn't you tag timmy in your status 
And he replied to that, because he's six, he doesn't have a Facebook account. And so I replied to that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Stop that. Yep, that's that's smart. That's just that's just fronting and posing. Oh man. Uh, we will play name that comedian again tomorrow morning at six thirty and nine thirty. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. holidays maggots buy yourself something awful i mean rad in the stupid store at radradio.com uh, this email just came in rad at radradio.com from Jaden. hey Jaden. this actually goes back to a story we did in our very first segment this morning it says we are supposed to go out of state for christmas and i wanted to board my dogs for their very first visit ever to dogwoods resort Yay! we just very excitedly got a spot on the wait list but my husband is thinking that we shouldn't go out of state for Christmas due to this respiratory illness that's going around with dogs. Our dogs are not social except with each other, so since they won't be participating in community play and are up to date on shots, and both young and in good health, I was thinking we were doing a responsible dog owner thing by boarding them at a very nice resort. But are we being irresponsible? I know Dogwoods is fantastic, but I'm wondering if choosing to travel and have them anywhere but home right now is a bad decision. Or are we doing that worrying about our dogs too much thing? Yes, Aww. you are. This is, this, and I mean this lovingly. This is over the top, way too much worrying. First of all, this respiratory illness that's going around in dogs. Yes, hundreds of dogs have wound up having some type of report with their vets uh, over this respiratory illness that they cannot track and they can't quite figure out. But they know it is not being spread from dog to dog. So there's no reason that your dogs are not going to be any any more or less safe at Dogwoods, which is a top-notch quality resort for, for, for dogs. We don't even know. Is it coming from outside? Are they getting it from their food? Are they? We don't know. So you're going to shelter your dogs literally at home. You're going to not travel, which I'm guessing you want to do because you made the plans, over the, the tiniest little thing of, of a possibility. I, I'm wondering if your husband just doesn't want to take this trip because this doesn't make any sense. Yep. And it doesn't make logical sense, and men are usually the logical ones. Because you're, you're, I, I mean this as a way to snap both of you out of this. Your husband's acting like the woman in the relationship. Oh, honey, honey, I don't think we should trap. Which means he's either lying or he's not thinking. But do uh, dogs, men, <laughs> Freudian slip, men can like... Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Men can get a little worrisome over their animals more so than their kids sometimes. Right? Well, that's understandable. I mean, yeah, that I get, but but not irrationally to the point where we're taking this respiratory illness that isn't even at like epidemic levels. It's not even getting. I did it as a service. Yeah, it's not. It, you're not seeing it on social media. It's not getting all this play because it it, it could just be uh, dogs get bugs too, and we just wanted you to be prepared. It's not something. That we should be canceling. I think it's the not plans. knowing. Because yeah. they say that their dogs aren't social, so they would probably be in their own cabin with their own yard, right? right. So if you, so this might have almost made it worse for them because it's not transferred dog to dog. So then it it would say to me as a worrisome person, oh, so they can just get it as they're just hanging out with each other. Yes, but they, they can, can also just, just get it at home. True. And, and so because we don't know. So yeah. anyways, that's my initial reaction. But uh, I, you do you, boo. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're not going to enjoy your trip... Then stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I, I still I still say your husband's just trying to get out of the trip. I really believe it. Oh, hey, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day... 
morning. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans of what you missed on today's show, Graham. We did Treble Trouble this morning. We'll do all our games tomorrow morning at 7, 8, and 9 for the free membership and qualify you for the Friday Grand Prize drawings. And we will play Name That Comedian at 6, 30, and 9, 30. For Treble Trouble, we did this clip. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. And, of course, no. the answer was Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Grandma oh. got run over and, uh, by a reindeer. That got us this email. From Michelle says, apparently this is an unpopular opinion, but I love Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And I don't feel one bit guilty admitting that. It's a fun, silly tune. I would hope that people aren't taking the lyrics too seriously and understand that it's a comedy song. Yeah, no, it's just a dumb song. No, it's just dumb. Yeah, I mean, yes, there were people that protested and got mad about it. It, it, It's The music's dumb. It's it's, not Christmas. No, it's dumb. It's dumbness. But you do you, boo. Says, it reminds me of my fun, happy childhood. Oh, you had one of those. Maybe that's the difference. (laughs) So for those of you out there who love it, I'm with you. You're not alone. Alex says, anybody remember the animated movie based on Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? That was so wild. She gets run over. Santa pretty much kidnaps her to bring her back to hell, so she's at the North Pole with amnesia. Or did I have a really vivid dream one night? I swear there was a movie about it. No, mm, I don't know. I don't so. yeah. <laughs> there you go. You can write the movie now, sir. <laughs> Good luck with that. All these years later. Um, JJ wrote in about our newest actual theme song. We have the new generic theme song, but the newest actual segment theme song is uh, for the trailer updates. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. So, of course, the trailer park song. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. So JJ wrote in and said, Brando, you did a fantastic job emulating the South Park theme song and repurposing it. Thank you. It's so good, in fact, that it is just as annoying as the original. Ah, boo. I hate the South Park theme song. Oh. And I'm sorry, Brandon. I love you. And you're very talented. But I hate the trailer theme song for the same reasons. That's okay. It's grating and annoying, and it makes me want to punch babies. Oh, well, jeez. Well, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But I get it. You got more in the song. <laughs> Babies, huh? No. Yeah, he went right past puppies. Right, exactly. Um, oh. Eric wrote in, so we did do a little bit of a, of a dog pile uh, during the first hour this morning. We talked about the respiratory illness that is not a reason to be canceling plans or trips. Uh, and we also uh, talked about uh, this uh, thing that's going viral on TikTok as to whether or not people say they would uh, sell their dog for $200,000. The, the figure came up because some woman claimed she was offered that. For her Doberman. And, of course, because we're a horrible society and the worst of all of us live on TikTok, Ugh. the overwhelming majority of commenters said, eh, it's just a dog. Of course I'd uh, sell Which the, those of us on the show with dogs can't relate to. No, mm-hmm. God, it's not just a dog. It's your family. Um, Eric says, I would never sell my sweet golden retriever, Daisy May. No. But my wife's cat, I would pay somebody to take that pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> If you uh, watch us uh, live on Rad TV oh, uh, at uh, members.radradio.com, we do during the commercial breaks a question of the day. You email in your answers, and we save them until the final segment. What was today's question, Brando? What are the two things that every person should do before they die? Uh, just a couple of answers. Laura says the answer was based on someone 18 or older, and the two things that you should do 
before you die if you're 18 or older is, number one, have sex. Which, by the way, she says was my 14-year-old's answer. Ooh. And number two, remember they're 18 or older, move out of your parents' house. <laughs> uh, and then Meg wrote in up, Meg. and said two things that every person should do before they die. Number one, go skydiving. In my opinion, it's better uh. than any drug. Uh, Number two, see live concerts, even if it's just one, because there's nothing as incredible as a live music show except for skydiving. Nice. She brought it all the way back. Yeah, I don't think that person's ever done drugs. Now, Brandon, you've done drugs. Yeah. And you've skydiven. Skydove. Skydove. What, many times? Yeah, right? I would say it's it's got a similar rush. Uh-huh. The, a... com- the come down is much more pleasant if you're <laughs> just going skydiving. <laughs> uh, tomorrow morning is bad radio. Brandon will be in the Invisible Captain's chair. I will be sidekicking it. Other than that, it's the same old stupid show. We'll see you then. <laughs> okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly